This episode is brought to you by Marvel's Iron Fist, the original Netflix series starting March 17th. Earn your power, Mason. Iron Fist! Yeah! <laughs> Doing a giveaway as well. That's coming up. Right. I just did my Iron Fist. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm low energy now. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. I was high energy, did my Iron Fist. I'm low spent energy, for like yeah. 15 minutes. I get you. Yeah. Red hot comic book movie news. Shooting up your Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my cursing mace. I'm here. I'm back. The dog's back, too. The dog's back. Did you notice your dog is back? I noticed the dog was back because the people were moving in next door, and the landlord owns both this place and the one next door. Uh So the dog couldn't be here because we snuck the dog in when we moved in because you're not supposed to have a dog. So this is an illegal dog. Illegal dog, mate. Wow, so 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 me and all the listeners now have some leverage over you. <laughs> Correct. Yes. So I can I can make stuff happen by threatening to reveal the secret dog. Absolutely, you could. Great. But the good news is the smoke detector from next door has now stopped beeping. Oh, the saga of the smoke detector. <laughs> right. it, it is finished. My brother, because my brother's a firefighter, mm-hmm. you know that. Uh, the one you like. Thank you. Uh, he, he rang and he said, listen, if you ring them... Yeah, you the s- one I don't like is a fire starter. <laughs> That's right. They're at odds. Mm. They're the original odd couple. But uh, what is it? So he said, ring up and say this, this and this, and it's illegal and whatever to have oh. a noise for this long... And so that's that's what we did. And then they came around and they fixed it. And by wow. they fixed it, I mean they came and knocked on the door and I went and got a ladder. and, and oh, so and you did it. I, I went and did it. <laughs> but in the process, I took a massive chunk out of the wall. I thought you were going to say a massive dump on the floor. <laughs> yeah. But all right, either, either is fine. I did, either okay. is sweet, sweet revenge. <laughs> so that's fine, yeah. That's it. Mm. Uh, we should quickly mention as well up top, uh, our UNICEF campaign is still happening. It's going, it's all, all guns are blazing. It's, it's all going to be, it's all coming to a head when we're doing our, um, what's it called? The, the launch, the, the podcast network launch mm-hmm. which is sponsored by 360 fly also we're, we're going to be having a uh, there's going to be a giveaway of those on the day yes there is and there's a, we're, we're also Can working get one? Uh, maybe we'll have to speak Unlikely. to speak to hollywood pete <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll yeah. have to see. i think so i think you, uh, yeah no he said you could or he said one of us maybe so we'll uh-huh. see but uh i got to play around with one the other day yeah what'd you think great Golf ball size. Or maybe a little bit bigger. A little bit bigger than golf yeah, ball size. Yeah, crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we're going to have a... If, if you don't win one and you want to buy one, we're going to have an offer code uh, sorted out. Goes right to your phone. Go, goes to your phone. Goes to your phone. Then that phone goes to your face. Is that a threat? Are you threatening me? <laughs> yes. That, that sounded like a threat. <laughs> you can't come into my house and threaten my dog and then not expect a phone to your face, Mason. That's true, you're right. Okay. Lots of new trailers and clips this week. Yeah. There were some Transformers one, ones. Who cares? Didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> we neither. Wonder Woman had, had a third trailer, though. I'm not yeah. sure final trailer. This is an origin trailer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there was much here that wasn't really in the other one. Like, in terms of, like, it didn't tell you anything we didn't kind of already know, which well, is we good. Know, we know who's playing Wonder Woman as a little kid. Yes, some girl. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. It's not great, if I'm honest. Well, I'm not even convinced that Gal Gadot will be... Uh, or Gal Gadot or whatever. Everyone mm. says it differently. Mm. And however I say it, people correct me. So. And she says it differently every time. She does. So, I'm, yeah, I'm not 100% convinced that, you know, that's that's going to go okay. But, no, because, you know, we didn't see enough in Batman Superman. I don't, I don't that's know. That's true. Yeah, we don't I just know. don't know. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really get a look at the villain. Still. No. But I think it's uh, David Lewis. You know him? David Lewis. He's Lupin in uh, Harry Potter. Okay. He's in Dragonheart. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen Dragonheart? Uh, probably. Dennis Quaid, mate. Sean Wait, Connery's the dragon. Oh, yeah, I have seen Dragonheart. Yeah, I okay. knew you had. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember watching it on Laserdisc at a friend's house. For real? Laserdisc? Yeah, what an era. 
Did he was was he one of those people who had the laser disc player and then just literally just one laser disc? He, he was, no, he was one of those guys where his dad had everything. But he had yeah, everything before. Except you sh- a loving wife. Is <laughs> that, right. is, was he missing a wife? No, no, they, the they were married. And wow. Far, maybe they still are. I don't know. I haven't seen him in literally like 20 years. But uh, was If gonna- you're listening, tell us if your parents are still, are still together. <laughs> yeah. Weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. But he was one of those guys who is an early adopter, but mm-hmm. you probably jumped on the bandwagon a little bit too early. Do you know what I mean? Laserdisc, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People still collect them, though. Yeah, well, you know, it's the, they say one of the best editions of, like, the last time the original Star Wars trilogy was released in its unaltered form, I think, was a Laserdisc version. Over but, eight Laserdiscs. That's right, yeah. You can get those three over eight Laserdiscs. Oh, there might have been actually an extra on a later Blu-ray that they were like, yeah, oh, it is yeah. an optional, is an extra you can get. Anyway, uh, what do you think though? The Wonder Woman trailer, fan or not fan? Um, the jury's still out. If yeah, I, I didn't. I it didn't sway me either way. I'm, I'm like, not 100 percent convinced by that lasso of truth sure. effect. Yep, yep. It looked a little. I don't know. It looked a little like they'd drawn it by opening up the the aperture of a camera and just <laughs> <laughs> moving a moving a candle around really quick. They, it, it had that, <laughs> you know that effect. Where I know you, that effect. You, draw a you rude, see it in wedding photos you, all the time. You draw a rude word in the air. Yeah, you then, do a big heart. Mm, I know, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm not, it didn't convince me either way. I mean, we're going to, we're going to see it regardless, yeah. aren't we? We got some, we didn't get a, we didn't, didn't get, did we get a really big kind of, like a big effect shot or something that we that you were like not Whoa. from memory. Like we got some we got some hand cranked leaping over a spear kind oh, of okay, look, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we got that Wonder Woman, th- the Wonder, yeah, the Wonder Woman theme. Do you like it? I think it's kind of cool. I'm not a fan. Yeah. if I'm honest. But it was kind of a hard turn into it. Yeah, right. it was like this, you know, instrumental score. You know, this high adventure instrumental score, and then it's just like boy. I get it because it's kind of like that 300 era kind of like ancient mm-hmm. guitar, guitar riff. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I understand why they did it, but I'm yeah. just not sure that it that it fits in its entirety, especially in World War One. I. I don't know, yeah. just a weird weird mix. But yeah, hey, we'll see, won't we? When mm-hmm. it when it comes out, we'll see it. There's been conflicting reports on whether it's good or not. Even if it's not good, there's still time to fix it. So. And even if they don't fix it, we're all still going to see it. So why would they fix it? What would be the point? So they're not going to fix it. I is just the think there. it would be a shame if, like, the first big kind of female superhero movie, other than Catwoman and Elektra, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is like a different scale to the those. Holy Trinity. They've finally That's completed right. it. Yeah. All the greats: Catwoman, Elektra, Wonder Woman. I'm sure there's other ones. I'm sure there was like a Wonder Woman telly movie from the 70s or whatever. But it would be a shame if out the gate. Well, the great, is... the great Linda Carter. Yeah, that's right. Back yeah, in the, back in the day. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've seen like maybe five seconds of that. Like, sure. I, yeah. Was it her spinning around? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe she was playing the Harlem Globetrotters. But that also might have been an episode of Gilligan's Island that I saw. It was almost certainly Gilligan's Island. Yeah. <laughs> they all looked the same. Do you know what I mean? They're all shot the same but way. That's, that's why they could always have inexplicable crossovers. It right. Make yeah. any difference. And that's back in the day when. Nobody really cared. Like it wasn't an issue. There wasn't some sort of weird profit sharing situation or merchandising no, or anything yeah. like that. It'd be just one TV executive calling another guy from a different company <laughs> and going, "You want to team the Harlem Globetrotters up with the Wonder Woman?" And they're like, "Fine." Yep, sure. Cool. Sounds fun. Let's do it. Yeah. Do you want Gilligan to box a robot? Yeah, whatever. Sure. The six billion dollar man, million dollar man. It was million, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, ah, uh, you got a loot crate. Crack it I open. I do. I'm gonna crack it open. Thank you. Uh, this month's theme was Build, I believe. Build? <gasps> Lego Batman cookie jar. Nice. Yep. That's great. I know, right? I just ate some cookies. Now what am I going to put in it? 
<laughs> have to buy more cookies. You could put pennies. Yeah, I guess I could. Pennies in it. <laughs> That's really cool. I might be going to the thing, the screening of that next week. I think you're invited. Oh, thanks. I'm not sure if I'm going to go, though. I got a, I got a lot on, mate. I got oh, lot. all right, great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go? Yeah. I'll say, yeah, I would like to go, but I'm not sure the if I w- can. All the word is positive, but yeah. we don't have it here yet. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Cool. Good start. That's a good start to the loot grapes. And also, I can, if I want to, I could just, I could lift my shirt up <laughs> and put a Batman head in it. I'm a tiny little head. Pretend to be tiny little headed Batman. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Great. Uh, Baby Driver, which yes. on, at first glance, I'm like, it's one of those trailers where I look at it and I'm like, what is this? Should I click on it? Uh-huh. And it turns out it's, uh, I forgot that it's... Um, the new Edgar Wright new film. New Edgar Wright. He hasn't made one since The World's End. Did like this come out of nowhere? Yeah, I, no, not really. I remember hearing about it, but like he was supposed to do Ant-Man in between. So it's been, you know, it's been, yes, exactly. it's been a bit of a gap. I mean, four years isn't, it's not that long, really. Did he just want four years off? No, because he was doing Ant-Man. Oh, did he want two years off? Maybe he wanted two years Thank off. Thank you. Fine. Who's the idiot now? Still me. Yeah, yeah in a way. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of, it's a bit, I don't know what it is. It's like a bit hot fuzz, a bit drive. You know what I mean? A bit Scott Pilgrim. It's very drive. Yeah, I, yes. It's, <laughs> in fact, it's almost entirely, it's super drive. Well, there's more, it looks like there'll be more drive than drive. Because Drive yeah. was uh, light on Drive. Drive was famously sued by a woman because she went to see it <laughs> and there wasn't as much driving as she was she, she was expecting. Drive, I think you mean, not driving. Yes. It's called Drive. Mm. It's not called Driving. That's true, so there wasn't clear. enough Drive. <laughs> yes. But, no, Drive's great, despite the dri- despite the lack of Drive. Uh, and I think this looks good too. Yeah. Do you, I'm, I'm not a... I'm not a big... No, I said that weird. I'm not a big Ansel Elgort fan. He was in Where Are the Faults? Who is the biggest Ansel Elgort fan? Uh, everybody who loves Who's the Fault... Who's got... What's the Fault in the Stars? Spoiler alert, it's cancer. Oh, that's but, a shame. But, yeah, that's the movie where they make out in Anne Frank's house and everybody claps. He sounds... Inappropriate! Ansel Elgort sounds like a man who's been named after a weird assortment of stuff in somebody's pocket. <laughs> like a condom and a picture of Al Gore. <laughs> Like, is it somebody, like, trying to give a fake name? So yeah, they're just kind yeah. of rubbing to their That's pockets? That's right. It's, it's, they've been stopped by the cops, and they're like, what's your name, kid? And he's like, um, Ansel. He's off to visit his girlfriend. The parents don't approve. And he's like, oh, Ansel. Uh, and he pulls out Al Gore's biography. <laughs> he was nearly Had Solo. Wow, okay. The new Had Solo. I see not, that. Not yeah. the original Had Solo. Sure, okay. Uh, yeah, but how do you feel about this, though? Did it grab you? Yeah, it looked pretty fun. Yeah. I got faith in... That's it. That's exactly right. Like, uh, you know, to be fair, if this had have been like a the guy who did the transporter making this movie, and I saw this trailer, I'd probably be like, "Oh, this is going to be shit." But uh-huh. knowing that it's Edgar Wright, I'm like, "Nah, he'll, this will be fine. This will be good." Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't think there's a movie as he, as I don't. What like. else happens? I wait, and John Hamm's in it. Yeah, that's pretty great. Got that. Got is that, that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Uh, the Punisher dude, John, John Berenthal, yeah. Berenthal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I have faith. I have complete faith in that cast and the director. So yeah. That Maybe Steve Buscemi. Really? Very, oh, no, no. <laughs> okay, it, was right. very, it was very quickly part Does Steve Buscemi often just show up in things? I've found that. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Mm. Anyway, looking forward to it. Look, Cray T. What do Check you got there, out. Mason? It's a, it's a, it's a Megazord schematic. That's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. This is the original Megazord though, clearly. I'm kind of getting... I'm a, a big fan. I'm a big fan of, uh, first of all, fake... Corporations on tees. I know. I just get myself a coat. You say this every time. Yeah, I know. Pull a t-shirt it's, it's, out. it's worth repeating to myself. 
I got myself a nice Kobayashi porcelain t-shirt. Right, yeah, yeah. From Usual Suspects the other day. Oh, but, I thought you meant Maru. But, but behind be, behind that, schematic tea is also great. Yeah. I got a Han Solo blaster t-shirt somewhere, I think. The DLS something, something, something. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, it's a good one, right? <laughs> I know it. Back to front, Mason. <laughs> yeah. I've got one on my desk. Yeah. Also, there's a Power Rangers pin. There's a Megazord ah, pin. Ah, cool. I, I keep forgetting about this. In the magazine, there's all sorts of little bonus bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. So if you get the pin, because it's, it's Power Rangers themed, you get you can, go, you can go to Comicsology and get free Power Rangers com, uh, comic books. They're doing a they're doing a Justice League crossover at the moment. Oh, very yeah, good. which apparently is pretty good from what nice. I've heard. But so I've you can get Mighty it. Morphin Power Rangers Zero and One, and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink Number One for freebies. For freebies. For freebies. Just to be clear, yes, freebies. For freebies. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Did you check out uh, some Thor Ragnarok images this week? Yes, I did. Fresh, hot off the press. Yep. You wouldn't believe it. Fresh new haircut for Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. What do you think? Looks pretty good. People are like, it looks just like Chris Hemsworth. Which is true. That is, they're not wrong. <laughs> but I like it. Same. So we got a l- little bit of new information. I can, I can take us through it step by step I'm if ready. you want. Unless you want to do it. Well, I don't know what the Here, catch my is. computer, Mason. Don't you show! So Hal has been trapped in Asgard, right? Yep. But you remember Loki? Mm-hmm. This is all official as well. This isn't like any kind of speculation. Oh, okay. But it, I, I guess minor spoilers, if you don't want to know anything. Nice. But uh, Hal is played by Kate Blanchett. Uh-huh. Uh, is Trapped on Asgard, and because Loki's ruling, but he's ruling as Odin, he's just kind of he's a bit loosey goosey in his <laughs> ruling style, I'd yeah. imagine. And she gets out. And More and- illusions, I demand it. And they're like, <laughs> "All right, I guess." More trickery. <laughs> Odin demands more trickery in your daily lives. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's really changed, mm. but he's all right. Uh, so Thor then battles Hela. And she's a bit pissed off because she's been trapped for like millennia mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and then he, she blasts him to Sakaar. Which is what I believe is some kind of like kind of junk planet where everything just kind of all the lost stuff kind of goes. You know what I mean? One of those kind of things. Yeah. What other? I can't think of another example of that. Uh, Greenland has the Mosaic World, which is a whole bunch of different cultures and civilizations sort of smooshed together. Good, good. Mm -hmm. It's like whatever the labyrinth was. It's like the world of junk, the planet of junk where the junkions live in Transformers. Transformers, very good. Mm -hmm. These are all good examples. Good examples, aren't they? Good job. Thank you. Uh, and they're Jeff Goldblum's grandmaster. His Adelaide. Wa- <laughs> <laughs> got, got him. Got him. That's a burn on the, the city of Adelaide. City of churches, more like city of no one wants to visit your shit city. <laughs> I've never been. Neither have I. Here it's great. Here it's quite good. It's quite nice. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's grandmaster. This got people talking. So he's running a fighting tournament. Yes. A pit fighting tournament like in the uh, comic uh, World War Hulk. Yeah. Sorry, Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk. I get those confused. Um, and you saw that image of Jeff Goldblum. He's got the he's got the blue spittle soul patch. He does. Yeah, you know, the long the long spittle. What do you think? Looks pretty good. One of the best parts of Independence Day and Independence Independence Day Resurgence. Arguably the best part of Judd both. Hirsch. Two though. Yeah, right. That's a good <laughs> point. Yeah. Goldblum. Yeah, but uh, no. So it's good to see him in more stuff because he doesn't. He's not really. He kind of true. pops up every He's now an and enigma, then. He's like an the enigma. Grandmaster. That's exactly That's right. The, they 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 wanted to channel his Jeff Goldblumy mysterious energies for the Grandmaster. I feel like they have. That's actually how the Grandmaster gets his powers in the comic books. He actually channels <laughs> the mysterious energy of Jeff Goldblum. Did My, you know that? I, I, I do now. Mm-hmm. My favorite meme of Jeff Goldblum is you know the one where 
He's uh, where he's shirtless in Jurassic Park. Yep. And he's lying sideways. Uh-huh. There's one where somebody's superimposed like Sam Neill over the top when he's leaning on the Triceratops. That's right. And Jeff yeah. Goldblum's breathing and <laughs> Sam yeah. Neill's like in awe. That is a good one. Yeah, it's, it's very good. But uh, And it's there Thor meets Tessa Thompson but and uh, who's Valkyrie mm-hmm. and he's put in the fighting pit and so they give him that sweet haircut. Yes. Bit of a fade, maybe a light fade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets he's got his new armour. He's got a shield of some sort. Yeah, I think she takes his... I think Hela takes his hammer as Ooh. well. So that might explain why why how, he doesn't how, have it. How'd she do that? She's magic. Everyone's magic. I am magic. Ma- magic. Maybe she's one of those beings that like, I'm older than time. This doesn't mean anything to yeah, me. Yeah, good point. You're it's right. one of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he finds out that like Hulk's there. Hulk's like this like star combatant. And he's not like sad Hulk running from tanks. Oh, he's Which lying. I know is your favorite version of Hulk. It isn't. <laughs> Rubbery, sad, my, angry Hulk. My favorite Hulk is Joe Fixit, the grey one <laughs> who went off to Las Vegas and became a mob enforcer for some reason. Well, it might my be this favorite. one. He wears a big old pinstripe suit. I know. He's a real grump. He, cer- he certainly is. Did he split from the main Hulk or something? Is that right? No, it was... He, he sort of... Because, you know, the original Hulk was grey. Yeah. And then it was difficult to print grey, so they turned it to green. Well, back in the... Well, when in the 80s, when it became profitable to print grey again, <laughs> uh, Peter David, the writer, was like, hey, let's bring back that version. And that's the version that turned into the Hulk at night and became human oh, during the okay, day. Right, right, right. And so... But th- this Hulk realised that the reason he kept turning back into Bruce Banner was not because it was daytime, it's because he got sun on him. Yeah. So yep. if he just covered himself up, he'd stay the Hulk. Big old hat. Yeah, so he wore a big old hat and a big old cloak or whatever, and then he just goes to Las Vegas and he just works nights. Very good. Yeah, so he just stayed the Hulk for months. Interesting. Do you mm-hmm. think the reason that grey went out of fashion is because they lost the art of mixing black and white paint? Do you reckon that it came back in a big way? Like somebody rediscovered it? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody pitched it to Stan Lee. What if there was a character <laughs> and he was grey? Stanley was missing a con uh, this week because of because of illness. I'm oh, not no. sure why. I hope he's okay. Yeah. He's 94, mm-hmm. so that's you know he's he's getting up there in years. Yeah, but, right. you know, Bloody hope he's doing all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so there's fights and whatever, but and this version of Hulk, he's got more swagger and he's more of kind of a, a god. He's a crowd favorite, mate. I love it. He's he's that's interesting. We've not seen that in the movies. No, it's all sad Hulk running from tanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, oh, they've kind of moved away from that. Anyway, and then it turns into like a road trip movie with him Why and Why does he Thor. not turn back into Bruce Banner ever? Because it's probably really dangerous. <laughs> oh, good point, yeah. Yeah. I, why would he? Why would you? Also probably magic. Yeah, and magic. But if he's on this like battle-scarred world or whatever, yep. there is no benefit to him being Bruce Banner. That's true. Yeah. And I'd imagine maybe because he stays as the Hulk for so long, maybe he just gets a little bit of intelligence. Yeah, apparently maybe. There's, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I know Ruffalo only shot for like a few weeks. He's got intelligence. He certainly does. Uh-huh. So I feel like this is going to be this is going to be way more Hulk in this than there is um yeah, yeah. than there is Bruce Banner. Yeah, but then it turns into a road trip movie, and then it's straight into Infinity War. Nice, kind of after that. Maybe there's a Spider-Man movie in there somewhere. I don't know. Sure, I think probably. that's before. Who cares? Uh-huh. Anyway, take a Watiti. Remember, people are like, it's got to be a comedy. You're going to ruin ruin World War or Planet Hulk, whichever one this is. Uh, I'm definitely angry. I'm not quite sure, but I, I feel I should be. So I'm angry. But he said it's not really a comedy, but there are funny moments, and he's and he reckons that Chris's Chris Hemsworth's uh, timing. Kind Chris of- is like we're best mates. <laughs> so anyway, Chris was saying, "Oh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth." <laughs> yeah. So I'm talking about there. You probably don't know him personally, but I do. He said his comic timing has been underutilized, and um, is one of the funniest things in in the movie. And they compare, he compares him to like a the Jack Burton character from Big Trouble in Little China. Right, I love it. Which I knew you'd love to hear. Yeah. So I had to include that, that nice. sliver of info, Mason. Mm, 
makes Very me feel good in my tum. Yes. Num, 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 num. I think this might this is my most anticipated comic book movie of this year, I think. What else have we got? Wonder Woman, uh, Spider Man, Guardians yeah. 2. Oh. Uh, Logan we got, which was great, great. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's probably other ones, but yeah. I reckon it's a toss up between Ragnarok and Guardians 2. Yeah, fair. But because I feel like crazy space movies. I agree. That's what we want. I but want a, crazy space movies. But the stuff. thing is, well, like, we've seen Guardians, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, even if the Guardians is great, which, are, you know, there's a very good chance that it will be, we've mm-hmm. seen a Guardians movie. We haven't seen something That's like true, this. That's true, we haven't, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen a pretty good Thor movie and yeah. then a pretty average Thor movie. Yeah. Time for a pretty good Thor movie yeah, again. Yeah, right. That's what I say. I'm just looking for, I'm just looking forward to just. I love how crazy space stuff is happening yeah, just out in the world. Absolutely. Like just Peter Quill's off Star-Lord and about. Yep, yep. I like the idea I like the idea that a whole bunch of people have just ended up in space and now they're just doing space stuff <laughs> mm. and the rest of the world's happening below and they're like, I don't care, I'm doing space stuff. I'm doing stuff. space stuff. I'm space stuff. And you probably also saw the images of the Inhumans as it was filming this week. Yes, I did, yeah. And the thing to note is the giant... Like blue screen dog. Yeah, that's right. The couch sized dog, locked jaw. Very, very uh, unsurreptitiously covered in half a sheet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just right? so people know what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So, uh, good. We're that's getting good. a giant CGI dog in a yep. television show. And when we're at this point, we're not getting Black Bolt with the mask and the tuning fork on his head. No. But that's fine. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I think. I think they'll build build to it. If they're putting the big telepathic teleporting dog or whatever it is, yeah. mm-hmm. they're going to put the tune, tune fork. Yeah. I feel superhero masks, they're, they're still not quite there yet, especially okay. on TV. Yeah, no, Even absolutely. Even like Captain America, like that mask is still not perfect. You know what I mean? He looks so much better without it. Yeah, that's we spent a lot of time with that off. Mm-hmm. I know, I think, I think definitely in Avengers it's... It's not great, but I think in the other movies it's pretty solid. And I like the World War Two one as well because it's kind of designed for that era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't disagree with you, Mason. Let's do another piece of news if you don't mind. Can I? Can I tell you what else is in here? Jesus Tetris Christ. fridge magnets. I've been wanting okay, these for that's, ages. That's really See what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you can play Tetris on your fridge. Okay. <laughs> I could. I could just put some stuff. No, yeah, it's I mean, not bills. Yeah, that's fine. Bills, as put well, some bills up there. Yeah, you've recently moved, and this is the perfect addition to your to your man palace, which you have bought. Oh, don't call it that. <laughs> oh, you turned it around on me. I see. Um, because because obviously we do this in a man cave, and you seem to <laughs> that's find not that obvious to you, anyone. But you, you seem to find that unpleasant, and I'm like, nah, that's a funny joke. And you've just said man palace, and I'm, my skin just crawled. It's like oh, it's no. gonna, on your on your. I'm gonna get you a custom welcome mat that says Casa de Meso. Yeah, oh, no good. <laughs> <laughs> wonder if you can get those made. I bet you can. I bet you bloody can. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, I'm just going to put my suicide note on the fridge of these, <laughs> yeah, sure. these Tetris. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, speaking of suicide, not a great no, segue. Geez. No, but, but it's uh, good. I meant to mention this on top. Our November campaign is still uh, for men's mental health is still happening. I know it's a crass... I know that's a crass segue, Mason. Yes. I'm not trying to make light of it. It just reminded me. Um, so, yeah, if you still want to donate to that, you can. There's prizes. You can. There are prizes, um, yeah. There's going to be a private Q&A. There's going to be a bunch of stuff. I'll, that's mm. linked below. Yeah, man. Uh, that's coming up. Uh, what else? What, what else? What else? Do I do, I'll do the next bit of news. Yeah, do a bit, we'll, a bit okay. of news. Game of Thrones trailer. It's mm. back. I know you don't like this unpleasant dog-eat-dog world. And I forget who everybody is. <laughs> is it the one... You're talking about the one where it's it's all the, the symbols of the various houses built in stone and it Correct. all falls to bits? Yes. Can't remember who anyone is. Metaphor. It's a metaphor, Mason. Targaryen. 
That's the dragons. That's, that's the dragons, yes. The other ones. Uh, There's a stag in the there. Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. No, Baratheons. Yeah. The Starks. Now, what? right at the end, we get a symbol. It's sort of like a like a pinwheely kind of swirly thing. What was that again? That is related to the White Walkers. That's there we their go. symbol, yeah. Because that was the, the eye we went we, we zoomed in on. That was a yes. White Walker eye, one assumes. I assume so. Yeah, I okay, can't cool. really remember it, if I'm honest. <laughs> I watched it a few days wow. ago. Well. It's just been a flurry of activity here, Mason. Mm. But, uh... You don't care, do you? It's only seven episodes. You know, you know what? That's a, okay, you know what? I kind of do because we're approaching the pointy end. Clearly. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's seven more episodes, and then what's what's the next? Season? Then another seven, or maybe eight. They, uh-huh. they haven't really made it clear yet. And that's it, right? There's not rumors. There's speculation Ugh. that it's going to end with a movie, oh, yeah. which would be great. I don't think they need to. I think you could do something with no. two. Yeah. Also, I find it's always weird to do that leap. Like the X-Files movie? Yeah. It's real weird on its own, isn't it? It absolutely is. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to attract people who've never seen it before. Serenity? Be, this you, is like, it's like Serenity. You're going to be absolutely... Well, you go in there, people are going to be absolutely surrounded by other people going, what's... Who's, who, are these, who are these people again? That being said, everybody watches Game of Thrones. I guess. Except for you. Yeah, I don't Though, like it. No, you have watched it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of doing a Game of Thrones thing this year on my YouTube channel. I don't know what it mm. is yet, but I'll figure something out. James. What is it, Mason? This, this, this particular looked great. Game of Lego. It's got Lego in it. Who is that? It's they're from, they're from Lego Dimensions. Oh, that's it's that's a the, character from, um, from the movie. Yeah, the Lego, Lego movie. Which you haven't seen. Still haven't seen it's it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would, would, I, would I fall in love with the characters of Unikitty and Cloud Cuckoo Car? I can't remember the car, but Unikitty, I believe, is voiced by, what's her name from Community? Alison Bray. Bray. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I, I wonder if I might have a different one in my box. Maybe I'll you do. After. Yeah, you, there's know. an assortment. Yeah. Good stuff. It's it's an it's an ensemble amusant pack de diversion, fun pack. Oh, fun it's e- pack! It's easy to say in English. <laughs> it certainly is. Mm-hmm. Them and their fancy French words. Oh, I love a look great. Uh, Atomic Blonde. What do you think of oh, that? Oh yeah. So it's um, I believe I can't remember the name of it, but it's a, it's an Oni Press comic book. Like it's based on a, a, a graphic novel. Right, from, right. I've read several it. years ago. You read it? Uh I read some of it. There's a lot of people like this is a John Wick ripoff. This is kind of I feel this is kind of a this is a, like a Kingsman kind of situation where the right where the where the movie is more visceral. Yeah, it's exactly. more John Wick. Yeah, so this is Charlize Theron. As, yes. Okay. I believe it's the same director as or one of the directors of John Wick as well. It is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why it looks like looks like that because that's his thing apparently. Yeah. Hey man, I like this style of action. And before they run it into the ground, like doing a spin kick in slow motion, like in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Let's get more of these. Let's get a few of them. Yeah. yeah. A few good ones, so yeah. all for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, the action looks great. Charlie Theron's great in everything, even uh, Sweet November with uh, Keanu Reeves where she's dying of cancer, but they fall in love. Oh, that's nice. Spoiler alert, she dies. Wow. Double spoiler alert. James McAvoy's in this. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. When I saw McAvoy, I'm like, oh, interesting. okay, this is, this is more, there's some things going on here. Yeah. He's good. He's the, he's the modern-day Ewan McGregor, they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've certainly said that. Yeah. Uh yeah. I think have they called it Atomic Blonde because she looks like Blondie and Blondie have a song called Atomic? I was that what the comic was called? No, it was called something else. Then yes. That's yeah, right? <laughs> I don't I don't know. No, that's that's Yeah, weird. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that the song that played in the trailer? Presumably. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, it looks good. Mm-hmm. I'll see it if they release it here, just like they didn't John Wick 2. Apparently that's coming. Somebody told me the other day that that might be coming out in April here. I don't care. I'm stealing I it. I know, right? Too bad. Too late directors <laughs> of John Wick 1 and 2. It wasn't their fault. It was whoever's in charge of the distribution in Australia. They just <laughs> forgot. Yeah. That's, what, that's exactly what I think happened. That's what used to happen all the time, like mm. 10, 15 years ago. 
Uh, good. Is there anything else in the Lut crate? The Coldest City is what it's called. Okay, the, cool. The original graphic novel. Good, good. I might give that oh, a read nice. then. Mm, there you go. Um, is there anything else in the Lut crate? No, that's it. Okay, cool. i got to do the promo for this then. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, we, we all know this, Mason. There's an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. Just between you and me, I think the boxes are actually... They're getting better. That's what I think as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, I, no, no, I I, you're, I, yeah, you're right. The last few I've really mm-hmm. enjoyed. And um, whether you're the geek, whether you're a geek, Mason, which How you are, you. or the geek in your life, which is me, or your fair. other friends are cool, is what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Loot Crate is the best surprise you know is coming. Every month there's a different theme with new exclusive. You can only uh, exclusive. You can only get with Loot Crate. Uh, treat yourself every month, or give the gift to somebody else. Next month's is Raw, Mason. Do you hear that Hello. distant call? Do you hear it? Raw. Oh, raw. Yeah. Not R A W. No. Like it's, not rest, an, it's not like an assortment raw of meat. raw. Oh, yeah, like raw food items. <laughs> Next month's is paleo. <laughs> uh, they're going. Uh, it's only Lego you could scare up off the ground <laughs> like a caveman would. This month they're going primal and unleashing beasts with some of pop culture's most ferocious franchises. We're talking Overwatch. We're talking Transformers Beast Wars. Nice. No, I made that one up. Oh. But can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, we're talking Wolverine, Ooh. Jurassic World, Predator. All nice. of those are really good. Uh, I don't know anything about Overwatch, but people seem to love it. Um, and, of course, you always get the monthly T and pin, which is what you saw. Yeah. Uh, you have until the 19th of March, 9pm Pacific, to subscribe and receive uh, that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, it's all over. But if you head to uh, lootcrate.com slash weeklyplanet, and into promo code weekly planet one word, you get three dollars off any subscription. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them. I think we're giving away some uh, some of the premium DX crates that oh, I nice. launched as well. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's happening. That's a good crate, also. It's a, they have it's a, like they have a hoodie. They have a bloody. Sorry, I just killed a mozzie. All kinds of stuff. I think they had a like a model DeLorean quite recently that's in the great. DX box. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be get that one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it if that's the case. <laughs> I'm just gonna take out the DeLorean and repack it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, great. So, like I said, lootcrate.com slash weeklyplanet, promo code weeklyplanet for $3 off. Yeah. Check it out. Lootcrate. Lootcrate. Check it out if you're keen. Uh, footage from The Last Jedi was shown at a shareholders meeting. You were, you were, I thought you were going to say sharehouse. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> just somebody's, just, just bloody Robbo's sharehouse. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Down the street. How did he get it? No, who knows? Casa de Robbo. He, he just put a dirty old white sheet up in his garage. <laughs> But uh, what do we got here? So they showed some footage to the shareholders. Yep. There was some lines like, apparently Luke asked Ray who she was, but maybe mm-hmm. it was directed to somebody else. There was an X-Wing. We saw everybody who was in the movie, and apparently it was very well received. <laughs> Great. Uh, what do you say about footage described by somebody else who saw it that you read through a series of tweets on the internet? It sounds like a triumph. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I'm really looking forward to it, but... Who cares? No, no. Let's let's have some rampant speculation based uh, on some tweets about something that somebody else heard, and it was shareholders who don't know anything about movies anyway. Okay, I think that Luke Skywalker does know who she is. He might. There's a chance he's doing that Yoda thing where he's pretending he's testing her. He's a right. fu- he's a fuddy duddy old man. Oh yeah. He's pretending he's you know knocking about in some weird planet, and but oh. really he knows all. He's a wise man. Mm. Also, you apparently see Ray training with a lightsaber. It's cool, man. Which is very exciting because mm-hmm. it's important. Even though she seems pretty good already. Yeah. <laughs> from the get-go. Yeah, great, good. Apparently there's a new Darth Vader ongoing comic book. That yeah, is, it's gonna... about, about him building his lightsaber. Yeah. I, 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 can't, I like the last Darth Vader one. Uh-huh. I'm sick of that era. Move yeah, forward. Yeah. Like there's that empire between Empire and Jedi um, slot which needs to be filled. 
Yes, it was Shadow, Shadows of the Empire. I was going to say Shadows of the Colossus. That's a great game, by the mm-hmm. way. Check it out if you get the opportunity. It's probably on the PS Store. Get into it, mate. Don't worry. It's probably pretty cheap. It's hey, side note from this side old. note. Yeah. Have you played The Last Guardian, which is the same company, but in the new... No, because okay. I've heard it's a real wonky camera and I don't have time to guide a dog cat bird through a fucking maze or whatever the hell yeah, that right. game is. I was look, look, five years you've, ago... You've, you've drawn a very fine line there. It's like, I, <laughs> I, have, I, love, I love jumping up on a giant beast and... I, Stabbing at its heart, but I don't have time to move a giant cat dog. Five years ago, I'm all in over the, it. It's too late, man. It's too late. 30 years ago, you would have been sent to an insane asylum for saying either of those <laughs> things. And now you're like, no, I like this one, but not this one. Mason, yes. it's like, from what I hear, it's like the best game of 2009. Oh, I see. Well, Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'll get around to it. That's mm-hmm. some probably not realistically. Uh-huh. The art direction looks fine. Uh, did, you play, did you play Shadow of the Colossus? Yes. It's a bloody fantastic time. It's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't care about Side this. note from the side note. Sure. Maybe it's the third layer of side note at this point. Uh, are you going to get a Nintendo Switch? Oh, no. People have been yet. loving Zelda. They I love don't, it so hard. I don't early adopt anything. Okay. Like ever. <laughs> uh, uh, what about uh, this dog here? Yeah, she was a pretty early. She was too early. Like too young to adopt. Mm-hmm. But she was a street dog. What do you want? Exactly, what, yeah. what do you want? Throw out and be like, you got another two weeks out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Come back when you're two weeks older. That's right. But uh, no. Are you? Maybe oh, down the line. It's kind of tempting. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played a Zelda game in many a year, though. I've played them for like a few minutes mm-hmm. in my but whole people life. Are like, this is, people are like, this is going to take up months of my life kind of situation. Yeah, but I feel like I'll just get Horizon Zero Dawn. That does look which, good. Which, you know, yeah. by all accounts is also amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's... I, I've heard it is really good, mm-hmm. but there's also like, there's a whole lot of screen tearing and like frame rate issues. And then it's like, a perfect 10. That's not a perfect 10. Yeah, right. It can't be a perfect 10. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess it's all subjective and you can overlook it, its uh-huh. flaws or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. How can you give something a 10? It's like saying, this car's my favorite car. It's the best, but it's missing a wheel. Sure. I mean, maybe you just really like that car. That's, I mean, that's a 7 out of 10 car at best. <laughs> that's right. A car that only runs on three <laughs> wheels. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, so you're waiting, and I think that makes sense, to wait until the cracks emerge. Like people yeah. play it for a couple of weeks and then like, actually, I don't like the frame rate and I don't like the blah, blah, blah. Exactly. And, and I've heard the control's not great. And it's all, uh-huh. wait, if I, I haven't had a Nintendo console since the 64, which yeah. I won in a radio competition. We know. <laughs> but, um, You're the luckiest man in the world. You we better believe it, it mate. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what I, I talk about that in a Filthy Casuals episode, if it, the that's one that right. we did recently. But um, what was I going to say? Switch. Yeah. yeah no. Not fair yet. Enough. I'll wait till they build like a, the, the better model of it that doesn't kind of screen tear as much. Yeah, that's fair. Next okay. thing. No, wait till... Okay, we're going to pull back. Okay, so Star we did the Wars. video games thing, Star Wars lightsaber. You're sick of that. Would you, would you prefer Star Wars characters? And I think I kind of do. Yeah. They're just original characters for the comic books. Yeah. And we don't touch I on quite like the Dr. Aphra one. Dr. Aphra's good. Yeah. Uh, mm. Like, I love a Dishrendar. Yeah. Yeah. What, but, do, you think, what do you think Darth Vader's going to do in lieu of having a red lightsaber for, for a few issues before a he builds sword. it? Just a regular sword. No, your favourite weapon, half a brick. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He holds half the brick and the other half of the brick he floats about with the force. <laughs> and sometimes he cracks he cracks somebody's head in between both the bricks. <laughs> I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, I want to see post-Jedi and yep. post-Empire. Those, mm-hmm. those are the kind of gaps we need to fill in. I just think we need to... Like, the original trilogy is great, but mm-hmm. maybe we should just start shifting away from it a little That'd bit. That'd be good. You know what I mean? But I understand why they can't, because there's still secrets that you can't unveil yet, and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a long episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, Zazie Beats. Is that because I keep going on tangents? Yes. Yeah, I get It's it. not your fault, Mason. I don't blame you. Mm. I blame the dog. 
<laughs> you're all right. You're all right, Doug. Uh, Zazie Beats has been cast as Domino in Deadpool 2. Yep. She is from, uh, what's it called? Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. So that's, she is Donald Glover's estranged partner yes. in that show. Okay, right. Correct. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, so mm-hmm. no complaints there. Nice. Good casting. Yeah. Uh, we still don't know who Cable's going to be. Are they going to white her up for Domino? I have no idea. I hope so, Mason. That's yeah. my favourite thing. Mm-hmm. White face. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people seem to be pretty happy with that casting as yeah, well. Nice. Um, okay, so this is a segment um, I nearly didn't include. Uh, I've got a title here. It's Who Cares News? All the news with so, for, with so, of so little relevance that we shouldn't have included it. Nice. I love Excited. it. <laughs> cannot wait. <laughs> also, yeah. I cannot wait for the, the letters that are like, no, no, that's very important. Okay, you you can decide. I know you won't think these are important, right? But you can decide whether anybody listening will think this is. Important. Okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. James Cameron says, "Who cares?" Avatar two delayed again. Yeah, nah, who cares? Twenty eighteen pushed back because he's been doing four at once. He says he, he's compared it to to building a dam or something. Can't right. build a dam straight away. <laughs> no, I mean, imagine if you had to build a dam by this time next year, Mason. Are people going to die if I don't build the dam? Yes. I'd probably build the dam, if I'm honest. Yeah, <laughs> like it'd be subpar, but it would do the job. Yeah, wouldn't exactly. It? Which is what you need. Yeah. I thought that was a little fortune cookie in that Batman. No, no. It's instru- <laughs> I think it's instructions for storing food. Oh, okay. Put food in. Just put food in, yeah. Oh, it's insulated. Anyway, continue. All right, so what? I, th- I think the the fact that you told me that news and I immediately started fiddling with a, a toy from the <laughs> loot crate would suggest that I don't care about that news and I'm going to say nobody's going to care about that news because it's Avatar. It made no cultural impact. Who cares? <laughs> that being said, he might. I don't doubt that he can... Pull something out of his ass and it'll sure. be good. Uh-huh. Or we're just going to have to endure four of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margot Robbie is to headline the Robin Hood spin-off movie, Marion. Who cares? <laughs> People are going to care. Margot Robbie fans are going to care. Yeah, I guess. All the, all the Robin Hood fans are dead. Yeah, yeah, I guess. No, You're talking yeah. about the ones from the Robin Hood show from 2007. Correct. They're yeah, all they're all dead. dead. Yeah, they all died in a rock slide during a Robin Hood convention. So, <laughs> not a not a problem. Uh, Ridley Scott said that he's really happy to do a, a start on another Alien film straight after Alien Covenant. I think people will care about that. Yeah, you're probably right. But here's what he said: he Assuming goes, Covenant is any good. Yeah, he said you don't want a two year gap. So I'm ready to go again next year. You kind of do want a two-year gap. You kind of do want a two-year gap, yeah. Uh, if you really want a franchise, I can keep cranking out, cranking it out for another six. I'm not going to close it down. No way. I feel... He's you, 79. Yeah. And also, I feel using the phrase crank it out <laughs> for another six suggests that maybe he's not devoting the pure love and care that he needs to make a quality film. Yeah. If you can just crank him out. <laughs> oh, what a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a myth. So people are definitely going to care about that. I don't care about that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think that really is hanging the dog wants to go out. Okay. I'll let the dog out. Okay. Who let the dog out? Oh, no. Mason did. Mason did let the dog out. Let Who let the dog out? The dog out? He just did it. Just no, no. then. The dog's out. Who let the dog out? Mason <laughs> letting the dog out. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> Okay, King Kong. You just saw it today, didn't you? Kong Skull Sorry, Island. Kong, King Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. King Kong boy, monkey, monkey man. Monkey man, magic man. Yeah, so uh, 
It's going to apparently take the top spot in the cinema from Logan. What, are we done with news? Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. What do you, what do you want from me, mate? You want know. more news? In, in a way, I do. I don't have any more. That was too long as is. All right, fine. Uh, King Kong, so Kong, I'm just going to call it King Kong, all right? Yeah. Is you that fine? Kong. You can say Kong. Okay, good. But you have to lead with King Kong. Okay, right. <laughs> so do whatever you want. Live your life. Uh, so it's going to take the top spot from Logan, they reckon, at the cinema. That was quick. Yeah, which makes sense. Logan's R-rated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... This go. one's fun for the whole family. Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, so you you were talking about last week how you were excited to see this movie like it was made as a 1970s era yes monster movie, but kind of updated for the modern day. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you did you did that deliver in that sense? Not no, I don't know, it wouldn't have. There's no way it would have. They never would have had it. They never would have given it 70s cinematography. Like right. they they gave it a lot of here's some shorthand for the 70s. They gave mm-hmm. it a bit of here's some shorthand for the, you know the end of the Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking you know sunsets and choppers and playing Credence. playing some <laughs> credence exactly over the over the loudspeakers in a helicopter that kind of thing. Yeah. So and look going in initially like it looked great, but I they threw in these kind of cliches and I'm like I don't know if I buy this. Right. Yeah. But you know what? Prove me wrong. I had a really good time with this one. You had a really good time. I had a really good time. Well, then you must remember exactly what the story was. Ugh. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna I should say that. Um, last week you saw it and then you said, I'm really interested to see what you think. Yeah. So I I spent most of the last week thinking this is a trap. It's terrible. Oh, and really? You, you've tried to trick me here. No, I just was really, because I know a lot of, I wasn't, I'm not 100% sold on it if I'm honest, but yeah, I, uh-huh. I, just, I was interested to see what way you'd fall, Mason. Look, I think it was over long. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Was it longer than Peter Jackson's King Kong? No, it was shorter than that. Significantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what, you Whoa, talking, what was the story? God, what, all right, hang what on. do you think the story was? The story is this is an island, Skull Island. It's yeah. filled with. It's not really shaped like a skull, is it? Oh. It's more subtle than this one. <laughs> not relevant! <laughs> uh, anyway, there's an island, and, and John Goodman wants to go there because he thinks there's. There's some stuff there. He wants I think there's to, some King Kongs he there. Wants to, but he tricks people. He's like, hey, why don't we all survey this island? Hey, army blokes and Tom Hiddleston and, and journalist lady, let's all go in and we'll, we'll, we'll survey this island because who knows what an island would look like when you're <laughs> on it. Who knows? Certainly no monsters there. Just let's go and look at the pretty scenery. Ah, oh, there's monsters that tricked you. There's too many. Too many. Yeah. Too many. That's exactly what it is, Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, the best part of this movie was by far the King Kong moments. Yes. Uh, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Well, it, it, they kind of show him pretty early on. Uh-huh. It opens weirdly, doesn't it? It kind of opens the way Predators opens. I was going to say... But it's more comedic? <laughs> this was reminiscent of... This movie was reminiscent of Predators insofar as they got a foppy British man and they attempted to recast him as an action star. It wasn't as far-fetched as Adrian Brody in Predators. Is he British? Isn't he? I don't know. Okay, he looks I'll British. look it up while you okay, continue cool. going. Yeah. yeah. So he's didn't... certainly foppish. No, I thought Adrian Brody was good in that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you're saying oh okay, fair enough. I'm saying I'm saying the transition of Adrian Brody from foppish man to action man was quite a big gulf. Right, okay. Quite a big divide to leap, but Tom Hiddleston less so because he's been. Or New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just looks British, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Is he from New York? Yeah, apparently. There you go. All yeah. right. Anyway, so but then did Tom Hiddleston kind of did he fill that role for you adequately yeah. as a as a ta- as a tanned action man? See, I I like Tom Hiddleston a lot, and one of the things I was really looking forward to going into this was the cast. Yeah, but so many so many of them are woefully underused. Well, he, and it's a lot he of them just list- standing there. It was like John C. Wiley. 
or John C. McGinley, whichever one he John is. John C. Wiley, because he's quite a wily Coyote <laughs> quite character wily, in this. And he kind of spins his wheels in a good way. He's great. And they just stand there and kind of like, a, okay. Well, Hiddleston gets relatively little action. Yeah. How many times does he fire a gun? Probably once? Maybe. I yeah. don't know. And if he does fire the gun a lot of times, it's not. It's to ill effect. Because mm, yeah. they kind of you, there's a clip they've released online where they go to the bar and they're like, "This is the guy we need." And he beats up some Asian guys with a full cue, and he kind of crickets one into, into, the, into the, the. Remember that he does yeah. a cricket hit and hits yeah. one in the face, and they they're like, "Oh, we need this guy. This is this is the guy we need." But they don't really need him because no. John C. Riley, who's been there, this is in the trailers since World War Two. He knows that island back to front. That's true. Yeah, and they've got actual army guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not saying he was bad. I'm just saying, why did he need to be there? Why did Brie Larson need to be there? I guess so they could be like, King Kong's the best. Yeah, I mean, they needed they needed Brie Larson as the journalist to document. No, no, I, I agree, but they, they maybe should have done something better with her. Oh, they get to give him more to do. No, yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So in that sense, that kind of... Uh, the cast is, it's really well cast, but it's yeah. just a mm-hmm. bit of a letdown in that sense. For me, maybe you feel differently, Mason. That's okay. That's okay. No, I feel about the same. Okay, good. I liked them all being there. Yes. You're right, Hiddleston does basically nothing in this movie. Yeah, and that's not to say I didn't enjoy it, because it's brisk, there's some good monster action and whatnot. Yeah, there is. Yeah. What I loved about this version of King Kong, as opposed to the Peter Jackson one, the Peter Jackson one is a, it's a gorilla, right? Yes. This one looks like a man in a gorilla suit, but done with amazing CGI. Right, it's Like true. he's got that upright kind of walk. Yeah. Do you, know I mean? Do you know what I mean? This movie, I think, like, I think more or less the CGI in this was Flawless, mm. like it is again. I, this is probably not a spoiler. It's a CGI final battle. Surprise everybody! Yeah, well, all the the final scene. It's all just what do you what do you? What but do you, I but I it didn't take me out. I'm like I'm not like oh this is fake. Like the no. water effects were great and yep. the fire effects and yep. the the thumping. The creature effects in this are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, on the whole, it felt a lot more real and tangible than like Jurassic World. Say yeah, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Where that's even though you know there I would say there was barely any if any animatronics in this yes uh-huh. it still felt much yeah. realer and what i real what i preferred about this than the than the peter jackson one the length for one yes but it's also that that world for me it never felt like a real jungle yeah it felt like a green screen jungle and yeah. this they went to like vietnam australia maybe hawaii i don't know but mm-hmm. they went to all these different places and it feels real it feels yeah. like a mm-hmm. real place like a like a real terrifying dangerous place yeah. And I, I got the sense of the Peter Jackson one that they're just running around in a green screen with a few ferns put up. And when you, especially when you see, and you should go back and watch this, everybody, when King Kong holds, um, what's her name? Naomi Watts. Yes. It looks terrible. Mm. It looks really bad. What I did, speaking of that, I did like, there were quite a lot of allusions to previous King Kong movies and mm. the, the, the tropes of King Kong. But, sure. And they, they like, they threw them in there, but it wasn't like... Nod and a wink. Here we go. And it wasn't in the. Is there any in particular? Because I'm not really. I'm not au fait with the. With well, the I'm thinking more in the. T- you know, in the terms of he has to. He has to hold a. Right. You know, a, a, a damsel in distress or yep, what have yep. you. They put something to that effect in there, but it isn't. He's climbing up a building, holding. I'm so a name glad we, we didn't get that. You know, we've got him. We've got King. We get King Kong in chains at a certain point, but yep. it's not in the way you'd think it would be. Yep. Kind of thing. He's a. He loves the a bit of the old Fifty Shades of Grey Mason. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mate. Good joke. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, I still think, despite I really enjoy the action and mm. I think it looks better than the, the Peter Jackson King Kong, that T-Rex fight, which I rewatched the other day yes. from the Peter Jackson one, uh-huh. is 
better than anything in this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the, on the whole. Sure, I but I say. think I think that is counterbalanced by the fact that that movie in itself is incredibly yeah, boring can, and terrible. Yes, so. compl- I completely agree. I, I yeah. would take this any day of the week mm-hmm. over the over the Peter Jackson one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what what else we got here? More monkey than ever. Would you agree? Absolutely. Like it wasn't like the big a big complaint of uh, Godzilla was twenty fourteen was that there wasn't as much Godzilla as you would have liked. Yeah. I haven't gone back and watched that since, uh-huh. but I, I remember enjoying it. This one, I feel like if it was on TV, I'd probably watch it. And I don't know if I would for Godzilla. I'd probably just skip to the monster bits. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. But yeah, this one, like I enjoyed more of the cast, even though a lot of them are wasted mm-hmm. than, than they did with Godzilla. I don't care if Quicksilver's has to get across the world. Or yeah, we get it. You love your dad. Now he's dead. We get it. All right. We get it. We all love our dads. All right. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Yeah, God. Yeah, he's not special in any way. No. Yeah. Uh, did you? How did it compare to Godzilla for you, though? Ah, uh, good question. It is more. It's much more of a fun ride. Yeah. It's again. It sags a little in the middle. Yeah. But for the most part, it's kind of this fun thrill ride. Whereas in Godzilla, which again I did really enjoy, there's a, there's a lot of talking. Yeah. There there's is. a lot of talking, and there's a lot of people in threat. Rooms and right situation rooms going. Hmm. So that's a that is like that's a Godzilla trope from like way back. A lot of people yeah. sitting around boardrooms going like, maybe we should fire a nuke at him. And then yeah. they go, well, oh, we did that. <laughs> well, let's fire a bigger one. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, but I think I think I like that kind of stuff. I like delving into the history of these monsters and uh, yeah. they popped up in you know these eras and 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 whatever. I like that, but I think yeah, Godzilla went a little too heavy. More maybe more so on the family stuff than that. But mm. yeah, this was. I would have liked to have seen kind of a bit more backstory about the, the monsters of the island and how they've sort of impacted because they do tie this to Godzilla, which we should probably save for spoilers. Save for I spoilers, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about but that. But we, we know that Legendary... It's not a spoiler. Legendary Pictures has the rights to both of them at this point. Yes. And they're trying to put them together. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what I did think was a bit weird in this, I never got a sense for how big the island was. Like, it seemed smaller than maybe it was intended to be because I think the for me it was... King Kong was everywhere. Yes. Wherever uh-huh. they went, he'd just be walking through. <laughs> yeah. He'd just walk yeah. through shot. Uh-huh. And I guess because he is everywhere because he's a protector of the island, so he's probably doing like a boundary check or whatever. He's probably got some shortcuts somewhere. No doubt he has. He's probably got one of those little those little um, motorized carts that they have on like Hollywood film sets <laughs> and he just buzzes about in it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I like the way they've kind of framed him in this movie as he's, he's a protector. Like yeah. if you provoke him, he'll smash it a bit. Which is how they... Uh, promoted Godzilla. Yeah, he's he's Earth's protector once again. So, which sounds to me like we're going to get a bit of they fight for a bit, then they're mates. mates exactly. And yeah. I think they may have addressed the size comparison thing. In yeah, this, they did. Yeah, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about spoilers. In spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, there was the music a bit? I don't know. I think it was a bit too kind of Forrest Gump more than kind of. Again, if it's any good, I won't notice it. So. No, I mean like the soundtrack. It was always like they'd always crank a creepy oh, song. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. There yeah, was yeah. one like every eight minutes. That being said, it wasn't necessarily the most cliched ones like it wasn't no that um, is true it wasn't fortunate no, son and it wasn't right. what have you there was some black sabbath and some there's some other stuff but yeah yeah I, I, I didn't feel like you know the the most egregious example recently is of course suicide squad where they yes. just like let's throw in eminem and let's throw in whatever <laughs> and let's throw in a thing that has the exact words that demonstrate what is happening on screen right, <laughs> right. now in the lyrics or what have you but i it i I felt there was enough to set the tone, but it, I, I wasn't like, we get it, it's 1973, yeah. it's fine. Okay, fair enough. I'd, and that's one thing I also enjoyed. Great era. Yeah. I, I think they wanted initially to do it in like the 1910s. Oh, okay. And it was the director who went, 
actually, I'm going to, you pitch this different version, like this just post Vietnam era, you know, kind of like the world's in this kind of very yeah. precarious place. Uh-huh. And then, you know, instead of these soldiers going home, they have to go and what they think is just kind of some kind of a routine exposition, expedition, sorry, yeah. mm-hmm. that fight a big, big old monkey. Speaking of routine exposition. <laughs> yes. There was, there was some, but it was it I liked pretty that. well. I yeah. liked the John Goodman kind of like, we're going to go to this island because I suspect there's this. and Because he has a back... There's a reason he's looking for it, for it and they explain that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I loved that John C. McGinley kind of trapped on the island, slowly going mad, uh-huh. but he's adapted to, the, to yeah. the situation. Like, he was easily the most entertaining cast member in this. Yes, well, I feel some of the... some Tonally, some of the jokes and stuff fell a little bit flat. Skullwalkers... Yeah, there's there's a couple of things where clearly they've gone. Oh, it's it's John C. Riley. Let's he's been in like War Card and he's been in like he was in Brothers. Exactly, Step he's Brothers. been in some Will Ferrell stuff. Let's have him do some of that. Yeah, let's have the other. Let's have Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston get in there and and they're an clearly improv, not improv guys because they kind of stand there awkwardly. Yeah. while he just like spits. Yeah, dialogue and I, out I appreciate the try, but I don't know. I don't think it 100 percent worked. Okay, that's fair yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you think it, did you like your story arc though? Yeah, it was fun. Okay, good. I'm glad, Mason, because that's yeah. what I enjoyed. Good. Uh, what else we got here? I don't know. I think we should move into spoilers. Let's move into spoilers. So I'm gonna say best movie ever. I had, uh, a, I had a real good time with this one. I've been having a good run of movies lately. Well, don't get used to that, Mason. Oh uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, remember last year was a good run of movies initially. Yeah, and then it was mostly toilet stuff. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not even toilet stuff, just whatever. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that toilet duck movie was, was not great. <laughs> is that an Australian reference? Probably. I hope so. No, I reckon Americans know what a toilet duck is. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm Spoilers. I'm going to say also best best movie ever. Nice. Yeah. Better than Peter Jackson's. Is, is. Yeah. Okay, so Brie Larson in this. Yes. I can see how they tried to make her a bit of an action lady and, and, and whatnot and be like, look at her, she's just she as good as anybody. She got some action beats even though she doesn't have any guns. But her thing. action beats were weird and shit. Like it was a, there was the one moment where she throws a lighter yep. and so she saves everybody from one of those weird dinosaur monsters. Yes. It kind of was very kind of like, that's very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like that. Why didn't it, why didn't the lighter go off in her hand? Yeah, kill exactly. Her? Yeah, like yeah. sure. And I, and the other bit was she she's like people are riddling these monsters with machine gun bullets, and she sh- shoots a flare from like fifty feet away into the side of one's head and hits him in the eye, and, and it yeah, runs that's off. true. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I just I don't. And then you get Hiddleston gets one moment where he gets a sword and then 300s his way yes, through some true. pterodactyls yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. got that weird hand cranked. Uh, yeah, a little bit of the action was a little bit weird. Yeah. But I, I think it was counterbalanced by some some of the some of the action kind of, I think, flew in the face of a lot of those kind of action tropes. You know, the guy... Like a pterodactyl. Yeah, but like that, you know, that that he's a, he's a, he's a that guy. I don't know who he is. But at one point he's got the belt of grenades. And he's, he's not Gary Sinise. He's the guy, yeah, not Gary Sinise. <laughs> and he like... You think he's going to jump, leap in the mouth of the, the the villain or whatever, yeah, of the of the monster, and it just sweeps him out of the way with the tail, yeah, and he gets nothing. I Did you like that? that? Kind of, I think that was kind of fun. What yeah. I didn't like is why he decided to do that all of a sudden. Yeah, it wasn't building towards him kind of giving up. That's true. There was yeah. a bit. There's a bit in um, Liam Neeson's Wolf Fight, yep. which is mm-hmm. a, a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. I recommend checking it out. Yes, but the, you can see this guy kind of slowly break down over the over the movie, mm-hmm. and then there's a bit where he just sits down and he's just like, you know what. I'm just, I'm just not doing this. Right. Uh-huh. And then like the wolves get him. Yes. Like it wasn't that he was just kind of like he was fun loving and he was giving some That's anecdotes. True, yeah. and then he's like, 
Fuck it, I'm out. I'm, I don't oh, want yeah. to do this I anymore. I think maybe some of some of his storyline got cut out in the edit. Yeah, I think they were like, we want this to move a bit faster, but we also can't throw away the he gets slapped into a mountain range and blows up. <laughs> so they had, to, they had to keep that in there. Um, uh, so the King Kong size thing. So they oh, actually, I was, before that, I was just going to say. Um, I also found it a little bit odd that everybody had a grenade launcher, but nobody used a grenade <laughs> right, launcher. Yep, yep. Like, he had a grenade launcher, and he had all those grenades, and the... A bandolier? Yeah, he had a, he had a bandolier of grenades, yeah. and he had, like, the Terminator 2 grenade launcher on his back. That's but he the never best used one. It. It's one of the good ones. Yeah. It's the M79. Um, yeah. Uh... Was that from one of your schematic books you had as a kid? Almost certainly, yeah. You love your bloody schematic books. That's why you love a schematic loot crate t-shirt. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, the, the young... Uh, the young army guy, he had, a, he had an M16 with a grenade launcher underneath. Did he? I didn't never notice used that. It. Never used the it. The guy with the bandana. Yeah, never used it. The guy who's not the guy from There Will Be Blood. Correct, yes. <laughs> he was good though, Yeah, I thought, yeah. Um, so Samuel L. Jackson, oh sorry, you were going to say something else? No, you were going to say size issues. Size issues. So basically they said Kong will keep growing. Correct. How is he going to survive on that island if he grows to... It would have to be at least triple his size. To, to, I, I don't think he's going to become as big as Godzilla. No. Let's say he'd have to be at least nipple height. Yes. Would you say I that? I don't think even that. I, th- I legit think he's going to ride Godzilla at some <laughs> point. Like, Godzilla's a pretty, pretty pony. <laughs> but I think, I think he's going to get a bit bigger. Or I th- You know what? I think he's going to get as big as they... I think they're going to have to. I think what they're just going to do is eyeball the two designs and yeah. scale up King Kong to wherever they need him particularly. Or maybe scale down Godzilla a little bit. No, I think they. I think they're going to scale up King Kong. Okay. And just be like, I don't. I don't mean like actually shrink him. I'm just meaning like, oh, we'll tweak him a little bit. And people won't notice. Yeah, I think probably yeah. Yeah. But I think they're just going to go like that'll that'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know. Um. What are we doing? Oh yeah. So yeah. So the the idea obviously is there's going to be. I think it's going to they're, they're next going to do Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yep. Is the next one and yep. then in 2020 they're going to do Godzilla versus King Kong. And there's going to be a whole lot of Mothras and a whole yeah. lot of Ghidorahs. Ghidorahs. And did you stay for the post credits? Yes, I did. Yeah. I didn't I left. Now it's, I knew there was one but I was like I don't know this. Fair enough. <laughs> I, not that I didn't like it but I'm like uh-huh. I, you know what I'm sick of sitting through credits. Really? I okay. used to love it. Yeah. Now I hate it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, maybe I do. But you're aware of what's happened, so there's. I know. Yeah. So it's the the Hiddleston and Brie Larson are in Monarch. Yeah, they're in, they're in an interview room and they're being they're like, "What are you? Why are you keeping us in here? Whatever." Tell us about your King Kongs. Yeah, and then the two researchers from uh, the re- two researchers who didn't have a lot to do in in the movie they show up and they're like, "Hey, welcome to Monarch. You're all in Monarch," kind of thing. Oh. there's no explanation as to why John C. Riley is not. No, he'd be the best guy to have in. He'd Monarch. be the best guy in there, but maybe the, he didn't be, want to. Yeah, maybe. But I guess they still would have kept they him. They still there. would have arrested him. Yeah, there's no explanation for that. But anyway, so they're like, the anyway, game. they're like, check this out, and they show him all the details, and then we just get a montage of like cave paintings and satellite imagery of what have you of, of Godzilla and Mothra. And so, does that mean Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston are going to show up in those movies? That's actually a good question. I, I guess the question is, when are they going to set King Kong versus Godzilla? Right, because yeah. ideally, I would want it to be after Godzilla: King of the Monsters. You'd want it. After. I'd want. I'd want King Kong to reemerge yeah. in the modern day. Right, but I get the sense maybe they're going to set it in between here and. Oh no, they can't, can they? Why not? Because because nobody knew who King uh, Godzilla, Godzilla was, was up yeah. until 2014. Unless you set it on another island yeah. or whatever. That's what I was going to say. In early on, I'm like, maybe they do like Chernobyl. Yeah, okay, that could like, work, yeah. There wasn't a Chernobyl, there was a Godzilla instead. Because in this movie they also went, you know, when there were nuclear tests, it yeah. was just to kill this guy, and I'm like, oh, that's a bit Shades of Godzilla, and then I'm like, oh, that's right. 
it they're was. Gonna, they're going to put them together, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for that reason. Okay, yeah, because hmm, I wonder because you can't time jump. But they're going to age up Tom Hiddleston. I think they're years. just going to. I maybe they'll maybe an appearance, but I'm. I think they're probably just going to new cast everyone. Yeah. Because who's in who's in these movies for the human cast? Nobody. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston is pretty good. He's, he's, he's he was good, all right, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Sam Jackson went mental. Yeah, he sure did. Uh, I think he they they played to his strength here, which is looking real intense and weird at the camera while yelling. Yeah, that's that his is thing. His strength, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was great as Mace Windu. He no, was not really, if I'm honest. Uh-huh. Not a great character, but uh, no, like, I, I felt a bit like because Sam Jackson was like, "I'm gonna kill Kong," and then they're like, "Don't kill him because then all the dinosaurs—they're not dinosaurs, but let's just say they are." Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna run riot. But if it was me, I would mm. just be like, "I'm going. I don't care." Yeah, like exactly. who cares if this island goes mad? But it's a metaphor for for being going mad after war. No, I understand, but I mean, why stop him? Is what I'm saying. That's true. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, like yeah. I don't care if he kills a giant gorilla. That's I mean, true. I don't want gorillas to die, but I also don't want to be mauled by a giant spider. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I want to. I want right, to leave. Yeah. What did you think of the variety of monsters? I, I could have used more. Same. Yeah. Uh, but I liked that there was a few kind of there was a couple of hints towards them. Like they talk about giant ants. Yeah, right. That make we didn't sound say, like yeah. birds. I, I uh-huh. liked that. I like the big stick insect. Big stick one. There's the big kind of bison. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother or <coughs> sales. I definitely prefer <coughs> Don't you? Cuz that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet, 
all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effects. Looking thing. They were cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I liked them, but yeah, maybe a few more, I guess. I, I have to wonder evolutionary-wise yeah. how those skull crawlers evolved. Because right. you'd have a very chapped tummy, you know? <laughs> There'd be a lot of chafing on your tum. Do they have back legs? They have no back legs. Yeah, I mm. don't know. Well, snakes don't have a chafed tum, do they? That's true. Yeah, they've yeah. got a very evolved tum. <laughs> and same with any lizard. It's right. Yeah. Very strong tum. Yeah. So You're absolutely right, yeah. I'm not a, uh, I don't know, mm. I'm not a chapped tum expert. No, that's, I understand. Yeah. Uh, was there a minigun in this? We see a minigun. And there's some miniguns on the helicopters. And? But nobody uses one light. Well, no, they I mean, I guess they, they they attack Kong with them. Yeah. There's It's pretty solid. But again, there's no... The problem with some of the these action sequences, none of the machine guns ever did anything. No, yeah. Flares so, do. Yeah, right? Lighters do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Samurai swords do. Grenades would have done something if they'd bothered. Yes. They'd unhook that bandolier and shared them about, but you, I guess not. You better bl- bloody believe it, mate. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I had something else to say. I think I had something else to say. I don't know. I can't remember. Was it about miniguns? Maybe. I don't know, man. You know what? Mm-hmm. I like this universe. Me too. It's better than the Transformers movies, isn't it? Though, yeah. It's, it's got a kind of a promising-looking mm. future. I like they gave it. They they gave us a little Muto reference. At what point? I don't remember. At one point, uh, I think one of the one of the researchers uh, refers to uh, bloody massive unidentified terrestrial organisms. Okay. Cool. He says Kong is one. Okay, cool. Muta. With that's all right. With the Kong Godzilla fight. Yes. They, I think the way they're going to have to play it is Kong's got speed over Godzilla. Yeah, absolutely. Because if yeah. Godzilla got his hands on him, it would just be atomic breath. Exactly. And yeah. So like Kong's vulnerable to like napalm and being shot. Sure. And, yeah. And bitten. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he he will need speed. Mm-hmm. I'm just just giving him. I'm just wording him up, mate. Yeah, just yeah. getting him ready. No, I get it. I understand. You know, if yeah. you're listening, Kong. Mm. Mm. I don't want to see I'm off the back of this. I don't. We don't need another King Kong falls from a building movie. We don't need another King Kong. <laughs> we do, yeah, we but do. just not falling from a building. You know what I mean? Yeah, you need no. to see that again. No. Yeah. No. Is that it? Anyway, it's, it's fine. Been, yeah, it's good. I had a good time. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It, I would say good, not great. Got some tweets here. Oh yeah. Samuel says, "Just saw Kong Skull Island. Don't know if I hated it or enjoyed it. Action felt unearned, 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 unearthed." How does he mean unearned? I guess I'm. I don't know. <laughs> Do I? Okay, right. <laughs> but, I, but I presume it's because like it, it just kind of went straight into him. I guess so. But, you yeah. know, they get to the island and then they just get smashed up straight away. Do we get to know the characters enough or relatable? I think, see, enough? I think we did throughout the course of the film. Okay, the fair ones, enough. the ones we, the ones we liked anyway. Well, Mason thinks you're wrong, Samuel. That's right. Tweet at him. Is, wait, is that Samuel L. Jackson? It is actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. I feel a little bad, but not that bad. <laughs> Tang Dog says... Uh, Tang Dog? Tang Dog. Oh. I think Brie Larson's face alone deserves an Oscar after Kong. She did a lot of... Uh, That's true, she did, yeah. And she did a lot of snapping a photo. Mm-hmm, yep. There was that moment which I think they need to retire in movies where she turns up and she's got a man's name. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And they're yeah. like, but you're a woman. And she's like, last time I bloody checked. Yeah. And kind of saunters onto the boat. Yeah. And then there was a weird flashback where she, you see her checking. It's real graphic. <laughs> Like, do we need that anymore? No. Like, just, I think that moment would have benefited from just, just breeze past. Just don't even acknowledge it. Just, yeah. you know what I mean? But it was also the 70s. Yeah. Oh, that, good point, Mason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. good point, Tain Dog. Yeah. By the way, it's Tain Dog brackets, Sup Chief. Just nice. so we're clear. Love it. Uh, Baish says, 
saw Gorilla Island for some reason it just didn't grab me I don't know why hashtag just a movie because you weren't a damsel in distre- distress potentially distress you're not a woman or am I oh, last time I bloody so checked, checked mate uh, Glenn says Skull Island cinematography was top notch but then uh, but that first act was a Suicide Squad levels of chunky exposition mm. it was a little bit better than that I thought yeah. I can mm. see I can understand that yeah yeah what a what a what a what a world. <laughs> what a world we live in, hey? Well, Mason, forget about what we were talking about previously to this. That thing that we were talking about that we loved or hated. I've, I've had enough of it. Yeah, you're done because with it. I want to talk about... You're sick I- to death of it. <laughs> That's right. I want to talk about Iron Fist for a couple of reasons. Firstly, we're being paid. Oh, yeah, Secondly, sure. I'm genuinely looking forward to the to the to the um to the next series. Me too. He's the final defender of the is, defenders. That's right. Yeah. We finally get to see we finally get to see them all team up. We finally get to see bloody Luke Cage and Danny Rand team up. Become best Just friends. Just like all the comics they do. Exactly. They did a lot of comics, didn't they, together? Mm-hmm. Man, what a let's fun time. Let's not talk about them. No, let's talk about them. <laughs> so what we thought, before we get into that, because we want to talk kind of origins, best stories, his tattoo. Well, maybe it isn't a tattoo, Mason, you were telling me. Spoiler alert, it's definitely not a tattoo. Ooh. I mean, it's tattoo-like. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so, but we have a bit of a giveaway to do. Yeah, right, um, that's right. We're going to give away the first season of Daredevil on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. We've got a bit of a competition going. Uh, and the idea is, if you hashtag Iron Fist, one word, but with three eyes? Four eyes, but not all together. Iron <laughs> oh, <yes>. Fist. <laughs> yeah, it, look. Any- to symbolise me going, <laughs> Iron Fist! <laughs> because as we know, well, actually, it's not true of the comic or the show, probably, because we haven't seen it yet, uh... He says he yells Iron Fist before he hits somebody. That is canon. As far as I'm concerned, every time he uses his mighty Iron Fist, he screams Iron Fist. That's exactly it. Which you'd think the bad guys would use as a clue to get out of his way, but they never do. They never do. They're like, he's never going to, he's not actually going to do it this time. <laughs> so the idea is that uh, if you could hashtag that, send it to either myself or Mason or both. At Wikipedia Brand or at yep. Mr. Sunday Movies. And include, like, it can, can be a fan art, a photo, a digital image, a logo, a joke, a tagline, a meme. A video of you iron fisting something. Anything to show your power, basically. Any yep. of those things, but ideally if you could send a video of you iron fisting something. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Or someone, a friend, a housemate. If you want to light your fist a on... A family <laughs> member. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do anything illegal. Hmm. You can walk the line, you but maybe, walk, yeah. maybe don't. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but if you want to light your fist on fire and punch a solid brick wall... That'd be the most authentic. That's, 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 please don't. No. Please don't hurt yourself. But, uh, yeah, so the winner, like I said, will uh, win a Daredevil Blu-ray. We'll, we'll probably announce that next week or yeah. maybe a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what is, so it's Iron Fist, four eyes, as in the, there's one at the start and there's three. <laughs> three in the, the middle. So Iron Fist! Yeah. You know it better than me, but... Okay. Uh, also, this so Iron Fist is released the 17th of... March, March on Netflix. Come, if you got Netflix, you already got it. You've it's right there. It, I mean, Surprise. Unless you're listening to this before it comes out, then you haven't got haven't it got yet. Haven't got it yet. But Just you, watch the trailer over and over. That's right. We're looking at we've play got trailer the, right we've now. We've got the, the, the thing yeah. right now. So anyway, we figured if you've never, you don't know anything about Iron Fist, which I guess is a lot of people, yeah. we'll give you a little primer about Me Iron included. Fist. I was supposed to do uh, more research this than, than this than I did, but then I realised... I tricked you into doing more oh, research. Oh, I'm running the show. Okay, here we go. Than was necessary. Yeah. Uh, so look, we've got 13 episodes coming up. Yeah. It's a Marvel standard before The Defenders hits, which I'm also very excited for. That's on the 8th, though, The Defenders, I believe. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk orange- Origins? I or- want to talk about Origins. Origins. If you iron fist enough people, it's like playing a, a, a good half on the, on, the, on the football field. You need some oranges. You better believe it, mate. You punch some people's hearts out. You need some... <laughs> 
<laughs> you bloody know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do we got? Where's what year is he from? Where's well, he from? Well, if you want, if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about Iron Fist, yeah, you 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 have to kind of go back to the nineteen forties because it was a. Uh, uh, Bill Everett. Do I have to go back to the? You 1940s? don't have to. I'm forcing you to do this. Essentially, <laughs> what I'm, what this, what it, essentially this is, is me shoehorning in unnecessary comic book origin knowledge into your head. What a you delight! Yeah. that I can never get rid because of because it's just dribbling out of my brain. <laughs> and if I don't release it somewhere, I'm in a bloody iron fist. Just a just a just a neighbor probably. <laughs> so I'm going to give you some info. So Bill Everett, who created the Silver Surfer, yeah, not the Silver Surfer, the Submariner, okay, the yep, 1940s, yep. he created a character called Amazing Man. <laughs> this is in the 40s, right? Yeah, well, everybody was super amazing, wonderful, terrific, Mister Terrific, yeah, exactly. Super, yeah. Well, Superman, yeah, exactly. Come on, man. That, anyway, that's so, who I was referring to, Mason. Oh, I see. Yeah. So anyway, uh, in the in the uh, 40s, he created a character called the Amazing Man. So it's about uh, it's about a man yeah. named John, a man. No, no, that's his name. One a- word, John. Yeah, a man. A M A N. It's all that one word though. No, that's two. It's two <laughs> words, okay, good, yeah. as as is tradition. Good. In our culture. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's an orphan, and he's sent to Tibetan monks who believe that they can make him into the perfect man. And so they raised him for 25 years with all the... Was that based on the name? Were they like, yeah. yeah. Man, do you know what I mean? It's in the name, I guess. That's how yeah. like Mark Webb got to direct The Amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man, exactly. Same, yeah. uh, philosophy. That's right. So this council of seven monks, yeah. they each train him to have superhuman mental and, and physical skills. Okay. And also they give him the ability to turn into a green mist. <laughs> so he has... So he has two names. So he's two. He has two titles. Yep. The Amazing Man and also the Green Mist. So he's a man yes. who can turn into a fart. Correct. <laughs> anyway, he was around for a little bit. Uh, so is that for like stealth operations, getting through a keyhole, scaring people? Yeah, scaring people. What's scarier than you fighting a man? And they go into a mist and climb into your lungs and then turn back into a man? Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing that's is scarier than that. That's what I'm talking that. about. Yeah. So anyway. Um, in the seventies, yeah. uh, we had uh, we had a, a, a huge uh, resurgence of kung fu movies. Yes, not a resurgence. What word am I thinking of? Resurgence. Okay, you're thinking of Independence Day resurgence. Oh, that's right. I am thinking. Yeah. Of that. Anyway, so the, you know we had we had a lot of kung fu movies hitting the streets, mm. and Marvel, uh, thinking ahead, were like, we should get some kung fu guys. No, we should because we, we we've got we've got armored superheroes. We got we got gods. We have got gamma radiated monsters. We don't have. Kung Fu guys. Did DC have some Kung Fu guys at this point? Uh, I mean, they had Batman. He is a Kung Fu guy. He's a Kung Fu guy, isn't he? <laughs> well, I guess they had. I don't know what the timeline. They probably had like Katana. They had. They would have had. They would have had Judo Master. Oh yes. They would have had the Karate Kid, but not the Karate Kid you're thinking of. Oh. A different Karate Kid. A karate... I was thinking of the Hillary Swank version. Definitely not that. I was thinking one. Of the Jaden Smith version. Also next. not that one. Okay. You think, I don't know the one that. I'm thinking of is the Karate Kid from Space. He was from a planet <laughs> where people just did karate, and then he joined the Legion of Superheroes as Karate Kid. So is that where karate comes from? A planet? Yeah, from space. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, deep, deep space. Anyway, so that. So what, my, did uh, DC have Richard Dragon at this point? Oh yeah, I think so. Okay, sorry. It's the seventies. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's probably anyway. So Marvel are like we'll get in the game. So they had, they created two characters. They created Shang Chi, the master of kung fu. Yeah. Right. And they're also like, okay, well we've got a we've got a, we've got Shang Chi. We should make a guy who's kind of the opposite. Yeah. So they created Danny Rand, master of kung fu. No, you <laughs> idiot. Sorry. Anyway, so just uh, Danny Rand. Yeah, it's, <laughs> just Danny Rand. Yeah. So anyway, uh, basically, uh, Danny Rand's father as a child. Yeah. Was. Wandering in Tibet, sure. As a child, what? Yeah, okay. And he he uh, encountered the mystical city of Kunlun. Yes, which is a city that only appears in the realm of Earth 
once every 10 years. Like the Mortal Kombat tournament. Yes, like Brigadoon. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You know Brigadoon? <laughs> no. It's a, it's, a, it's a town in Scotland. I know the Rigadoons. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> There's puppets. No. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You've made it up. They're, prob- they're probably from Brigadoon. Okay, sure. <laughs> anyway. So Rigadoons he, are real, just so we're right. clear. Yeah. Anyway, as a child, he finds... He, 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 Ends up in this mystical city, yeah. right? And then he uh, he meets the royal family of the city of Kunlun. Oh. And he's like, oh, this is amazing. And then he ends up back in the real world later. And he's like, uh, well, real world's not enough for me. So he spends the rest of his adult life. Like he grows up and he spends the rest of his adult life oh, trying to find looking Kun, for the, okay. Looking for Kunlun again, right? And so one day he goes with... He goes on an expedition in the mountains to find Kunlun. He brings his son, Danny Rand, his wife. Yep. And his business partner, Harold Meacham. Yes, good. And they go to Kun- they, they, uh, they go into the mountains. His father is killed. Oh. His- this is before they find the Kunlun. Well, what, happen- what basically happens is Harold Meacham, his business partner, is in love with his wife. Oh. And Does so- he know this? No, he doesn't. So he's not just parading his wife in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll, never have a, you'll never have a piece of this, baby. <laughs> but continue to run my business. Yes, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, one, at one point, uh, his father slips ah. off a, like a precipice. Okay. And, and Harold Meacham's like, mm, I could save you, but maybe I won't maybe save I don't you. Need. And he just lets him die. And then he's like, hey, now marry me, baby. Oh, and she's like, d- mm, probably not. Just as it happened? Yeah, <laughs> almost immediately. Because that's what happened in the 70s. This Life like was the, short. This was the plot of the Lion King, also. That's what it, I'm talking yeah. about. Um, so anyway, uh, so he and his mother sort of go on the run from this guy. They lose track of him. She gets. They both get attacked by wolves. She dies defending him from wolves. Oh no! And then just as she's passing away, she was about to start a new life. Yeah, with that other guy. <laughs> yeah. And this mystical bridge appears. And the city of Kunlung oh, is, is there all of a sudden. They, they the archers good. came out to save her from the wolves, but they they was too late. Oh, but that then sucks. they then they're like they bring him in and they're like, you, you you're the chosen one. Get in here, buddy. Oh, you're you're up. You're up, mate. <laughs> so they did they know he was coming for years? Like you know the father found it, but they're like, we'll keep an eye on this guy. Like, well, we'll get to that. I think. Okay. We'll get to that a little bit later. Right. See, there's there's some revisionist history. I think the the origin was a lot simpler back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this has been. The, how long has it been? What year was this? 1974. Okay, yeah, cool, so, uh, so uh, the more, more meat has been added to the bones. Sure. Well, that's, that's the same years. with every character. Yeah, isn't exactly. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, anyway, uh, they bring him in and he's like, I want revenge. I want revenge against this, this, my dad's business partner. I'm, I never cared for him. He had ice for me, mum. I didn't like it. Anyway, so they bring him to the Thunderer, who's their, their martial arts trainer. Yeah. And they're like, all right, you train with this guy. Nice. You, you learn the martial arts, and so he's he's the most gifted student. He's the he's the he's the mightiest of the students. Good. Um, he's got the highest kick. Well, there are others with higher kicks. Oh, that's, his skill is the punch. <laughs> okay, he's one of those guys cool. that he, he he punches. He gets a big bucket of gravel and he punches his hands in it. Yeah, to Bruce Lee fist. used to do that. Bruce Lee style, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and so okay, so basically he trains up. He learns the martial arts. He toughens his fists in the gravel. Yep. Bucket of gravel, and then the thunder is like, okay, you've toughened your fists in the buckets of gravel. Your second test is fight that dragon. <laughs> and he's like, uh, all right. That's a big jump. I think there should be something in between. Like maybe you got to tackle an angry horse or something. No, no, dragon. <laughs> okay, it's, it's cool. bucket of gravel and then dragon. Can you take the bucket of gravel and like throw it in his dragon face? 
You know, we didn't think of that. Yeah, I would Maybe you should have. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, in, in the mystical city of Kunlun, there's a dragon called yeah. Shulao the Undying. Okay. He's called the Undying because his heart was literally torn from his chest and he didn't die. So right. he guards it. I feel like that makes him vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that, that's the thing. So he attempts, to, uh, he attempts to defeat the dragon Kung Fu styles, doesn't work, but then he realises that the dragon remains alive because he's got the, the like he's got a big scar on his chest. Yeah. And he he figures out that energy from the heart is coming through into the scar. Ah. So he leaps upon the dragon and he smothers the scar. Like a big old hug. Like a big old hug. <laughs> that's that's Oh my god, that's actually the solution. <laughs> you should If you're missing that. a heart, just a big old hug. Just a big old hug. Exactly. Up, yeah. Anyway, he does that until the dragon dies but of course he doesn't actually die because he's the undying sure anyway uh, and then he plunges his hands into its molten heart and he gains the power of the Iron Fist nice yeah that's right but he's not the first Iron Fist is he that is correct I mean that was also revisionist history correct yes at the time he was the first one because you know how would you believe that anybody else would have done that? This is kind of like the thing where yeah exactly this is kind of like but it turns out everybody's done it everybody's done it it's like that thing of like who um that dragon just wants to be hugged. <laughs> that's yeah, right. all, that's yeah. all he does. Yeah. You know, it's like the who milks the first cow kind of situation. Who's the first guy that's putting their hands in a molten oh, heart? God. Yeah, right. What's going on there? Yeah. I guess it's a calling. It is, yeah, it is a calling. Yeah, yeah. But also, in the, the hug gave him the dragon scar on his chest. Oh, that's why it's a scar. It. It's a scar. Yeah, that's why Danny Rand has the scar on and his chest. And when you die, you, do you lose, or when you get hugged, do you lose the scar? Is that one of yeah, that's why he doesn't hug. Yeah, fair enough. That's why he's so distant because he oh, can't do too many hugs. Okay, he can only do you can only you can only do the one where you're hugging, the, but you're also hitting. Okay, like the bro hug. Yeah, the bro hug. You can only do a bro. Yeah, hug. you get the fist in front, so you're also doing like a grip. Yeah, a exactly. vice grip. Mm-hmm. And then a, that's right. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. So what does he do with these powers? Does he go and kill that guy? Well, basically, he has to wait ten years because <laughs> he's trapped in the city. Oh, because right. it only appears so often. Yes. Did exactly. you mention that already? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening. So, yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> But anyway, so uh, the the city returns after 10 years and the Thunder is like, okay, you've got two choices. You can remain in the city and become an immortal white he's man. Right. He's already like, okay, bye, goodbye. <laughs> bye, gotta seek revenge now. It's time for revenge. It's time for revenge. Uh, anyway, so... So option two was get out, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he can't go back. No, he can. Okay, okay yeah, so... He can. He's got to wait 10 years, though. Fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. But basically, what happened? The the short answer is basically, uh, he goes and he's like, "I'm going to track down ha- this Harold Meacham guy. I'm going to destroy him," kind yeah. of thing. And he shows up, and uh, he's expecting like, and this guy's been like, uh, he's he sort of lived as like hermit like in one of his buildings for like ten years because he he lives in fear of Danny Rand coming yeah. and iron fisting him, even though he's probably like. It's been 10 years. He was left what in the, the wilderness. Right. But Danny Rand shows up expecting this massive battle and it turns out like he lost his legs to frostbite oh, like back in the day. So okay. that's not really, not really fair. Ah, so he's um, like, boo. Yeah. But then he's like... But he definitely have a higher kick. Yeah. And he, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. And Danny <laughs> yep. Rand's like, oh, okay, you've suffered enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not really, but you have. Yeah, sure. So I can't kill you. But then all of a sudden this ninja shows up and just kills, kills Meacham. Oh, shit. And then he's blamed for the death. So he has to go on the run. Even though he wanted to kill him, but didn't exactly. So eventually, I thought this guy was gonna. The guy was gonna be like his lifelong villain. Well, see, that's the thing because they've made a few changes in in Iron Fist. Yeah, this TV series. Yeah, and this is probably for the best because that's kind of a. Uh, it's kind of a. What do you call them? Definitive ending. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a disappointing ending there. Yeah. So in this, we've got Harold Meacham as played by 
Mr. David Wenham. David Wenham. David Wenham. This is the David Wenham voice. I'm I'm the villain in this. Let me tell you a tale. <laughs> <laughs> he's good, man. I know. And he's an Australian we know and love. Mm-hmm. Came came to prominence in Sea Change. Yep. Remember that show? Yeah. He pushed my dad off a bridge. <laughs> did he? No, it's not true. That's that's good. I'm glad he did. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, what a story though. Yeah. Yeah. You would probably know him from 300. He was uh, he's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And, okay, so uh, so he's going to be around in the series. Yeah. For more than one episode. Exactly. You'd imagine. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say regarding the origin of uh, uh, Iron Fist. Yeah. The the reason I mentioned Amazing Man yeah. earlier on. Oh yeah. What was that? What, yeah. No, <laughs> what relevance I, was that? I forgot to bring it up. So uh, so at the time, so. Uh, uh, Iron Fist was created by Roy Thomas, yeah. who's best known probably for um, popularizing Conan the Barbarian right. in, in comic books. And uh, art was Jill Kane, who is probably best known for Hal Jordan. Okay. He created Hal Jordan for DC Comics, that cool. Green Lantern. Um, anyway, they basically, they uh, they watched a kung, uh, Gil, Gil, Gil Kane. Gil Kane. Gillum, Gillum Kane. Yeah, he watched a movie uh, about... That it was like a kung fu movie that contained an element called the ceremony of the iron fist. Ooh. He's like, that's a pretty good name. Absolutely, it is. I'll note that down for later. Yeah, I'll uh, steal this. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, wouldn't it be fun if there was a character called Iron Fist whose origin was that he was raised by monks <laughs> in a mystical city and he learned kung fu? Wouldn't that be fun? And he went to Stan Lee and he's like, I realize we've already got Iron Man. Yeah, but what about Iron Fist? And Stan Lee's like, I love it. <laughs> Because you have to pitch, if you're going to pitch an idea to Stan Lee, you have to pitch it to him as Stan Lee. That's true. Like, what if there was a man and he was raised to, with Kung Fu and then he had adventures? So you got to sell it to Stan and Lee. And you have to say, I love it. And then he's like, I also, also love, love it. it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. That's a handy hint if you ever meet Stan Lee. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what it would happen. That's what you did back in the day. Absolutely like a, like was. a lot of these it characters. It was just putting two words together and then building it. was a kind a, of a mishmash. Yeah. yeah, it was like Spider-Man was going to be like, he went through like a variation on bugs until he went, he's like, yeah, yeah exactly. Spiders, I right, love yeah. it, he said. Mm, yeah. Your Stan Lee's better than mine. Well... <laughs> It's it's a it's only a two horse race ultimately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he's now he's, he's he's so he's a man who's wanted presumably. Yeah, and eventually he cleared his name, uh, which we'll probably get into later. Uh, and then he decides, well, you know, what, I've got I'm I'm stuck in this city for another ten years minimum. Yeah, I should probably become a superhero. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and the, and his initial series well didn't last all that long. Uh, Shang Chi's lasted for like 120 issues. Okay, but. He's not so much. Yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows why? Who does? Maybe it was the costume. It might be the costume. The story goes that we might not be seeing the costume in the Netflix series. Oh. I'm, 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 which is good. Yes. But I know that now. Uh huh. Because otherwise, going in, I'd be like, well, "Where's the costume?" But now, if we get the costume, then I'm like, Pleasantly "Surprise!" Surprised. So exactly, either way, yeah. I cannot be I'm disappointed. I'm hoping for tracksuit. Mm-hmm. Like the modern interpretation is tracksuit. Yep. But like a velvet tracksuit. Yeah. Uns- of- unzip to the navel, yeah. and it's got a big. Big collar, yeah, kind absolutely, of thing. and then it's just the yellow mask. Yes, I'm excited for that. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it didn't last that that long. And so what they essentially did, Marvel essentially did, is they were like, okay, uh, let's pair him up with another character whose book is maybe not doing so well, right? Because uh, Iron Fist has come from the uh, kung fu movie genre, which is you know petering out a little bit. Yeah, let's combine him with a character from the black exploitation genre, which isn't working out that well, right? And so they combine him with Luke Cage, Power Man. There's a lot of stories. They, they still do them now, don't they? Or yeah. Maybe, I don't know if there's one running right There is the currently oh, one There is running, one. And it's great. Oh, awesome. Yeah, cool. They've brought back Power Man and Iron Fist. Yeah. As a, as a team. Yeah. There are... 
they're they're reluctantly back together. Right. But it's uh, it's good fun. That's cool. That's a good combo. Mm-hmm. Now, he, he has an iron fist. Yes. Iron fist! And you asked earlier, does he have two? Yes, he has two iron fists. But what what's the strength of it? Because I've I've got a I've, I was looking up his power set. Yes, and there's a there's a bit where um like he can punch like a door off his hinges or yeah. whatever. But there's a where there's an issue three hundred of the Hulk where the Hulk goes mad. Oh yes, or just gets mad and he's rampaging through town and all the superheroes are trying to stop him. And Iron Fist winds up to Iron Fist him. Yes, and the Hulk catches his fist. Oh, and in doing so, um he like to flex the power back into Iron Fist and knocks him out. So he's not like a Hulk level strength. He's Correct. more so. What is he more like a Spider Man? I mean, he's a man when he's not because he doesn't always turn it on, does he? No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I think it's a focus issue because right. the idea he's and this is this is our this is the the second Marvel second incarnation of sort of magic yeah. in the Marvel universe. He can focus his internal energy, his chi. Yeah, sure. And he can sort of for a variety of effects, he can heal himself. Yep, to some degree. Right. Uh, it's mostly for punching through walls. Yeah, well, yeah. Can yeah. he focus it into other parts of his body, like his head? I didn't think so. Okay. You'd think he could do feet. Iron head! <laughs> exactly, You'd yeah? think he would do feet, yeah. wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, this, this makes sense. It's his name. It's what he's Correct. best at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I get that. High kick's not his speciality. Now, one of the one of the very the first solo issue, he goes up against Iron Man. That's that true, correct? yeah. I actually read that one. Yeah? What do uh, you reckon? It's it's actually pretty fun. That's from the I believe that's from the Chris Claremont John Byrne run, right? Who right. The, who people would probably know best as they did a very they did a very uh, celebrated run on X Men right, in the eighties. Yep. yep. Uh, and they are and people probably know them best now as being very very wordy. Okay, sure. Like, there is yeah no there there is a fair bit of that. I mean you know you could bear in mind that's a comic from the seventies. Yeah. But it's a bit of fun. He goes to investigate a murder mm-hmm. in one of Iron Man's facilities, and then. A, no, who's he after? I can't remember an informant or a murder. I can't remember. Anyway, there's a and the mur- security. I, I I hope there's a scene where a security guard puts the flashlight on him and he's like, "Who are you?" And the and Iron Fist's like, "I'm Iron." And the guard's like, "Continue. <laughs> Good so far." Fist. Oh, I'm throwing the alarm. I'm throwing the alarm. I, I don't believe there is a moment like that, but oh. uh, but no, it is a lot of fun. And because he he goes up against so I there is a murder committed. Um, that gets pinned on him. Yes. It seems to be a thing that happens quite a bit. And mm-hmm. then he goes toe-to-toe with um, with Iron Man because they're in a facility that could ex- explode easily. Tony Stark can't use all of these kind of rockets and, and whatnot. He can't use his weird rocket skates exactly. that he had on his suit in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He can't use the nose that he had on his suit for yeah. a while. So it's a bit of a, a, a punch-up. So Iron Fist doesn't exactly get the answers that he wants. Uh-huh. So he goes to leave and they shake hands and Iron Man's like, I'd love to help you, but I won't. Nice. I've got my own thing going on, and then it's like, see, issue, whatever of I know, in some of those situations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm going to say, having not read that issue, I'm going to say, if you go to that particular issue, it's just him drunk. <laughs> it's <laughs> the 70s. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. That was it's just th- him staring at a wall, and he's got a vodka bottle in his That's like, exactly it. Not today. Nah. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what, what, what Iron Man was up to you know, during that time, but mm-hmm. it was obviously occupado. Yeah, mm. which is French for occupied. What, what's another story that you enjoy? Okay, my favorite Iron Fist. It's an Iron Fist and Power Man story, but uh, it's it's more Iron Fist towards the end. This is my favorite one. Yeah. So uh, it's called the Day of the Dreadlocks. Okay. Locks is spelled L O X. So is it like a like a cyborg, like a dreadlocks, or is it actual dreadlocks? It's the it's more the first one. We'll, okay. we'll get it. So basically, uh, it's it's very strange. 
Uh, it's Power Man and Iron Fist 79. So if you want to track it down, it's probably on Comixology sure. or what have you. I will Google it right now. Please. So basically, it starts at a... Uh, Power Man and Iron Fist go to a Broadway play <laughs> called Day of the Dreadlocks. Love it. First thing to note, they're both in costume. <laughs> they're not in civvies. They've gone in costume. Um, and it is a play... Okay, I should. First... I don't think Luke Luke Cage isn't a. Co- that's not a costume. That's just how he dresses. Oh, with the tiara, yeah, yeah, the tiara and the open blouse. Yeah, that's just how right. he was. The yellow boots. But Iron Fist is definitely a costume, and he's wearing the mask. Yeah, and he's got the the big, the big cape. That must thing. be great for the person sitting directly behind. Yeah, exactly. Down in because he can't. You can't because the head's there. Yeah, he can't look left because he's got a big. Just a wedge sticking just out a of wedge it. Yeah. inside, yeah. Okay, so basically, um, they go, they're going to this play because their friend, uh. Bob Diamond, yeah, sure. Who is like Marvel's Chuck Norris? Yeah, he's like a he's also like a seventies kung fu guy. Uh, but of course, because it's the seventies, he's like a he's like an enormous white blonde haired guy with a big horseshoe mustache. Nice. Uh, and he was in the Sons of the Tiger, which was another kind of seventies Marvel kung fu kind of thing. Gotcha. Anyway, he's the star of this play, right? Uh, and he in this play, he's a guy called Professor Gamble, uh, who's a Victorian gentleman, scholar, eccentric, and scourge of evil mechanical monsters everywhere. Um, he, he's he's a time traveller who fights robots, and he's a played by Kung Fu. Have you ever seen a broad... Have you ever even heard of a Broadway play that's about a time-travelling professor who fights robots? Not a Broadway play. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm familiar with a series about a time-travelling That's professor. not the issue. That's not what I'm asking. Okay. I don't need any answers in that regard. Uh, no, I, I've not. Anyway, the point is, but the, the, what happens is the robots then come to life on stage and start shooting people with lasers. Is the professor responsible for this? Uh, Bob Diamond. Yeah. No, he he's he's like, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, it's very convenient. You're both here and in costume. Can you investigate <laughs> this? And Luke Cage is like, this is a... This is a fake problem. You've made this is fake news. Very sad. <laughs> this is a, some sort of publicity stunt. You're trying to trick us. I won't have it. Kind of thing. And Bob Diamond's like, no, nah, man, this is. I'll hire you to stop this kind of thing. Right. And Iron Fist is like, is no, it, no. Has he already revealed that he's a time traveler or has that come like not we don't, We haven't seen him yet. Oh, okay. This is, right. this is Bob Diamond as. He's, oh, he's acting. Oh, okay. Sorry. Act, do you not know what acting is? No, I thought. The guy, the time traveler, was also playing a version of himself on no, stage. No, no, okay, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, but anyway, Luke Cage is like, no, no, let's let's trust our f- trustworthy friend Bob Diamond with a name <laughs> like that. Why wouldn't you trust him? You know, you know what I mean. Good as gold. Yeah. Anyway, they. I mean diamonds. Sorry, guys. Thank you. Anyway, they go. They they step foot out of the theater, and all of a sudden they're getting shot out with more lasers. Oh, no. And they have to run for cover, and they're like, "Okay, well let's let's go back to the theater. Sure. Let's check out this theater." And it turns out that the robots playing the dreadlocks, yeah, are actual dreadlocks. They're actual killer robots. Whose catchphrase? Guess what the catchphrase is? Kill. Incinerate. Oh God. Incinerate. Really? Yes. Really? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty pretty solid, right? <laughs> anyway, they decide, they decide uh, like they, they decide to incinerate the heroes. Yep. And the heroes are outgunned by these floaty, weird rubbish. Are they trash can shaped? Trash can shaped. So they're the Daleks. They're the Daleks in almost every way, but name from from a legal standpoint, strictly speaking, <laughs> they are not the Daleks. They're the dreadlocks. I apologize. Anyway, they're like, okay, let's let's get out. There. So Iron Fist and, and Power Man are like, let's get out of here. And so they duck into the nearest bookshop. Oh, very and good. And in the bookshop... Let's do some light reading. Exactly. In the bookshop, they meet Professor Gamble. 
who okay. is like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? And they're like, this, this bookshop looked a whole lot smaller on the outside. Why is it so big? Oh, why is it so big on the it's inside? It's not even a time traveling bookstore. What's what's why is it so big in here? But it's does the bookstore stand independent of the rest of the build? Like, is it not? No, in it's a, in the building. Okay, yeah, well, that's pretty good. It's I actually guess. kind of funny. Yeah, there's a panel where he's like, Luke Cage is like, don't go telling me the place is bigger inside than it is out. And Gamble's like, I won't. After all, if you won't accept the evidence of your own senses, I can hardly expect to take the word of a complete stranger. Yeah, no, that's kind, good. That's kind, a good kind of line. Fun, I like right? that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it turns out uh, that Professor Gamble wrote his his own play. The, it, by sheer coincidence, they've happened to go into the bookshop of the man who wrote the play based on his own experiences as an actual time traveling man who fights robots. Sounds like destiny to me, doesn't it? Though, yeah. Um, so you're on board so far, right? I'm absolutely a hundred percent on board. This is a solid story, right? <laughs> And so they're like, okay, Gamble's like, look, okay, we can defeat these guys. We've got to get somebody in the headquarters. Sure. And Power Man, like, puts his feet up and he's like, this is on you, Iron Fist. Get in there. <laughs> You're the sneaking about guy. I'm just going to be right here. I've got a cup of tea. You're the one that turns into a green cloud, yeah? That's yeah, you. exactly, right? <laughs> um, anyway, so he uses his, his powers of the Orient to sneak in nice. into the abandoned building because it's always an abandoned building. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's a Luke Cage and Why or Why did he sneak in if it's abandoned? There's dreadlocks. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not literally abandoned. No, there's, okay. there's, there's villains. Gotcha. Villain. Good. Uh, but yeah, if it's if it's a if it's a Luke Cage and Orion Fist story, yeah, the finale's in an abandoned building. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it turns out the reason they're in there, their time machine doesn't work. Like they they their time machine ah. malfunctioned, and they needed Professor Gamble to get in there, fix it, so they can go out and destroy, incinerate everybody. Sure. Again. Okay. I so, gotcha. Right. What basically what happens is. Einfist goes in this abandoned building and he realizes that because the dreadlocks don't know what Professor Gamble looks like currently. Oh, why do you think that is? Okay. Why do you think they don't know what he currently looks like? A series of masks. It's probably a series, a series of masks. Of masks right? and so, moustaches. It, so it turns out what they've done is they've kidnapped Bob Diamond because he was portraying oh, okay, Professor gotcha. Gamble yep, in yep. the in the show. And he's like, I Well, I know. made that same mistake also. Yeah, exactly. That's an right? easy mistake easy to make. Easy mistake to make, right? And he's like, I don't know how to fix. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I didn't think this was real until 10 minutes ago. So basically, Iron Fist punches his way through the wall and he gets in there and he smashes them all to pieces. And while the Kung Fu is happening, Professor Gamble sneaks in, like Jerry rigs their time platform and starts it up and they all like blink out of existence. Nice work. Yeah, exactly Professor right. Professor Gamble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Does Iron Fist get a prize? No. Any kind of, rec- like, I, don't know, I was going to say recommendations. Does he get any good book recommendations? <laughs> no, because the whole thing disappears. <laughs> Wait, everything it, goes. The bookshop, everything. So even the professor. Yeah, they're all gone. Just bales. Just bales, empty lot. <laughs> and the cops show up and they're like... Every, so many questions. It's just a panel of every, literally every character in the show, in, in the episode, issues scratching their head. Going, I, don't, I don't understand what happened. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. He made, I think he made maybe uh, one more appearance in like an issue of The Avengers... It turns out that he's. It turns out that Professor Gamble in in the Marvel universe, there's something called the Time Variance Authority, right? And they're like a group of people, all of whom have a very quite long lived and have special powers, sure, yeah, and yeah. have each have a time machine, yep. And they travel about the universe fixing problems in the time stream. And it turned out Professor Gamble stole one of their time machines, <laughs> and he went rogue, and this is where we're at. Yeah, but mm-hmm. also, but. Every, but it turns, yeah, so it turns but out Iron Fist and Luke Cage forever would have been. What was that? Yeah, right. What happened? That, They'll that, never know. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's gonna because be, presumably Doctor Who doesn't exist in this universe. Like yeah, as he, a, as a media, like is he on television? Well, he kind of does exist in the Marvel universe. 
Like, is he been in it? Yeah, he's he's the the centerpiece of the Marvel Universe is Death's Head, yeah, gigantic right. robot bounty hunter, yeah, yeah. who has teamed up with the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the Doctor from Doctor Who, the Transformers. Which Doctor from Doctor Who? Uh, Sylvester McCoy, seven. Salary guy? No, that's five. That's Peter Davison. Uh, seven. Mostly wears white. He's got a cricket vest. Cricket. Cricket. Yeah, cricket vest. And he's got. He's lo- he's the one with the most question marks. He's got the umbrella with the question mark on the end. Anyway, he had a punch on with Death's head once. Nice. What can I say? Doctor. He's not Doctor. Who's not really a punchy guy. I guess Death's head just brings it out in purple. Exactly right. Well, that sounds great. What issue yeah. was that? It is on Comicsology. I do have it. In yeah, front there of me. you go. That's good. Please get that. How much is it? Uh, forty thousand dollars. That seems like that's a dollar ninety nine, and that's a bargain. That's so a bargain. that's an absolute bargain and a half, mate. Yeah, but if you're actually looking for legitimate, like that, that's look, that particular story is not going to give you a great grounding in Iron Fist, unless whenever you read an issue of Iron Fist or watch the series of with Iron Fist, yeah, imagine that it, that it's weighing on his his mind <laughs> the whole time that time he met. A weird cheap knockoff of Doctor Who, and he never knows what happened. Like, imagine, watch watch Iron, watch Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix, and just imagine every every frame of it. He's like, he's just punching ninjas, and he's punching holes through doors, and he's fighting for his life. And the whole time, he's thinking, what happened? To the, what happened to the guy in time travel? What happened to the bookshop? Yeah. I was going to get a book. I was going to get the secret, and then I was, and then it, I had my own. I was going to buy it, and then it. Whole thing disappeared. I'm very Just confused. Blinked out of existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, but I if you love it. what about some serious recommendations? Sure. Okay. Well, uh, there is the Immortal Iron Fist, which yes. is a favorite. Two volumes of that. Yeah. Occasionally, it's free on Comicsology. Oh. The first volume. I got it for there's free. Gotta, there's got to be some deals going on at the moment. Yeah. Right. Leading mm-hmm. up to this. Yeah. Yeah. But you want it? There's 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 two volumes. So it's uh uh, uh, uh you know what? I can't remember. But <laughs> the point is, it's Ed Brubaker and Matt yeah. Fraction writing yep. it. And it's it great fills, combo, man. It fills yeah. in, and it's great art from somebody who can't the name of which I can't recall. Uh, but it is uh, just it really fills in the backstory. Again, it, it it emerges that Danny Rand was not the only was not the no. First that's, is that how it starts from memory? Does it open with that like yes, a previous does. Iron Fist? Yes, it does. From like He's, the thirties or something. From the thirties, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who has iron fists and also a gun? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can he run out of iron fist? Is it like I've used on my juice, mate? Yes, it's sort of a... Well, basically when you use the Iron Fist... It's like urine. You eventually run out. It's literally nothing like <laughs> urine. But it's it, there's a refractory period. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? You can, but I mean, as, as you get more experience with the Iron Fist... Yeah. But what happens in the in the... In this this first run is that Danny Rand starts losing his powers. Yeah. Like he, he, and it turns out it's because someone else has arrived in New York City... Who is also using Iron Fist abilities? Taking all the chi away. And he, has to, and he has to track him down, and then he he realizes that like well, I can't, yeah I can't do that many spoilers, but mm. uh, the the previous Iron Fist is Orson Randall, yep. no relation to Danny Rand. Okay, but well, they uh, have different names, so I didn't yeah. presume that. But he gone. has he has had uh, run-ins with Danny Rand's father mm. in the past, and that may have something to do with the fact that he's so rich. Oh, and it's got to do with Kumon, and okay. it's it's kind of a whole. So it does that thing where it takes the kind of very basic origin story and really fleshes out the. Yeah, exactly. Around. I wonder and if that's what we're going to be getting in the series, like a bit of that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they gave us some episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, uh, incredible art, incredible kung fu, and the second, uh, the second season, uh, the second book, we 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 learn that the reason uh, we we learn that. Uh, 
Iron Fist is not the only... Uh, he, he's not the ultimate weapon in, in this universe. Right. He's only one of seven immortal weapons, <laughs> including... Uh, so it's Iron Fist. Yep. Uh, the Bride of Nine Spiders. Yep. I can do all of these. Tiger's Beautiful Daughter. Fat Cobra. Dog Brother Number One. <laughs> and the Prince of Orphans. Okay. Is that seven? Did I say seven? Sure. Probably. And Iron Fist. There you go. Dog Brother Number One. But it turns out that each of these... Uh, each of these represents one of the mystical cities. It turns out there's seven oh, mystical okay, cities. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, kind of like the Sanctum Sanctorums. How there's a bunch of them. Yeah, a little the bit. Globe. Yeah. And it's and and it turns out that as several decades have passed, Iron Fist now has to participate in a martial arts tournament. Mortal Kombat style. Mortal Kombat style against the <laughs> remaining seven immortal weapons. Very good. Six immortal weapons. Six immortal weapons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Does he often come out on top? Well, you have to read it to find out. Nah. Okay. <laughs> no, I will. He I've, mostly comes out on no, top. I now. have it. I've, I've actually I've bought it, but yeah, I have it. Um, yeah, I'm working through it. Very exciting. Yeah. Cool. Uh, is there anything else we've got to add, or we, we should probably move on? Uh, but just to, just to clarify. Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, so it's out March 17th. Look, if you have Netflix, mm-hmm. or you, you can, there's a trial of Netflix. Is there a trial for Netflix? I think there is, isn't there? Yeah, first month's free. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Definitely, definitely give it a look in. Uh, what do we got here? Also, for our competition, it's hashtag Iron Fist. Yep. Three eyes for the second eye. Yes. <laughs> Look, any variation on that is we'll fine. We'll find it. We'll if probably, you mess it up. If you mess it up, if you send it to us, we'll probably yeah, find we'll it. Yeah, we'll probably find it. Yeah. And the winner will be also made the official Iron Fist of the podcast. Yeah. We're bringing that back, baby. That's right. Uh, so the idea is, again, fan art, photos, digital images, logos, jokes, tags, memes. It can be anything. Oh, spoiler alert for the, uh, the, the competition of the Seven Immortal Weapons. Yep. Uh, I just wanted to uh, bring it all back. Uh the the Prince of Orphans, yes, hooded, masked, never see his face. Yep, turns out he's John a man. He's, oh, a, he's he, back. He's amazing man. <laughs> I don't know if they bought him just for the the series, but just to be like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? Surprise! <laughs> it's a weird character. How do you fight 40s. a mist mason? I don't know. Ask yeah. Green Lantern. Ask Fantastic Four exactly. Part Two. Mm. Yeah, very good. Ask a smoke detector. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like this one. Yes. I still exactly. haven't put them Precisely. back up. Yeah. The saga continues. Anyway, it is time for What Are We Reading? Oh, yeah. What Are We Gonna Read? Other than the stuff that we have been reading yeah, yeah, for Iron yeah. Fist, obviously. Uh-huh. March 17th. Yeah. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> Mason, are you reading anything? You watching anything? Oh, you know what? Reading I've, been, anything? I've been reading a couple of things. Okay. Uh, actually, I watched, and it's not really uh, our... our, our Bloody pedigree, right? Uh, but I watched Hidden Figures. You watched last Dragonheart. Night. No, I mean I've seen it. Obviously, we've all seen <laughs> Dragonheart. But I watched Hidden Figures, which is about uh, uh, in the sixties, uh, sort of African American women who were essential to doing the calculations to get the first man, I- I- the first American into space. Was it Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner's in it. Did he not go to space? He didn't go to space. Mm. He's a regular guy. Is it a good movie? It's really good. Here's the thing about it: is that it's a very good, well-acted, feel-good film. But it turns out my brain cannot accept the idea of a feel-good film anymore. This is the only reason I mention it because the whole time I'm expecting a horrible thing to happen. Right. Because yeah. again, it's about the struggles of African American women in like you know segregated America in the early '60s. Yeah, yeah. And like you know they're 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 getting through barriers and they're kind of you know achieving dreams and stuff like that. And I'm like, 
my brain's like, this cannot go well for, for, Do not for that like. long. Like, I'm sure, I'm like, it's surely at some point somebody's going to get dragged out of a car and <laughs> something awful's going to happen. Just to be clear, nothing. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, they, they face challenges and whatever, and it's a, no, it's a bad time. No, nothing bad happened but, but race no, related yeah, in the, <laughs> in the 60s, 50s or 60s. 60s, yeah. Mason's calling it. But what I'm saying is. If you if you're on the fence about watching it, it's a pretty good time. Okay, cool. It's every everything works out all right. So it's not like the intimidation game where they chemically neuter Benedict Cumberbatch because he's gay. No, that like, never happened. Like that's weirdly. how that's yeah. how that ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That. So it's not like that level of kind of tragedy. No, it was real. It's, real it's good. a fun time. Everybody gets some. Everybody's good performances. It's real nice. Okay. Also, to bring it back to actual stuff we talk about in the show, I read the first issue of a comic book called Curse Words. Okay. What's the which that? Is bloody. Oh. Um, so it's Charles Sewell who did Death of Wolverine. Yep, he wrote that, which is one of your. You like that one, and Ryan yeah, it's all right. and Ryan Brown, who uh, did Brian the art- Brown, not Brian from not, FX, not Australia's favorite B movie actor, Brian Brown, <laughs> but Ryan Brown, who did a comic book, I really, who did the art for a comic book I really love called God Hates Astronauts, which was this oh, super surreal, that, yeah. bizarre comic book about NASA and but they're hidden figures. Yeah, exactly, hidden figures, exactly. Um, but anyway. Uh, it's it's a curse words is this comic book about a wizard whose name is Wizard, and he's an evil, O-R-D? O-R-D, yeah. Okay. And he live he's he he is from a parallel universe and he's an evil wizard, but he's come to he comes to our world and he he sort of he his his plan was to destroy this world or like enslave everybody, but then he's uh he he learn he learns to love the earth on some level, so he's tricked everybody into thinking he's a good wizard. And now he's like, a, he's he's become a celebrity kind of oh, thing. Okay. But now, like all the all the wizards from from the other universe have decided to show up and kill him because he's he's a bad he's, bloke. He's foiled that he's foiled the plan. That sounds a bit um, Wizards of Oz. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, the, which the is the Australian series, yeah. Wizards of AUS, which is an Australian Michael Shanks. Michael Shanks. Really yeah, good, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit like that. It's real, sounds it's like a bloody ripoff, mate. Oh no, it might be. If you don't mind, Mason, I'm going to jump off topic again. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, only I may go off topic. <laughs> uh, Love uh, Season 2 is on Netflix. Oh, yeah, which is Paul Rust and of, Gillian yeah, Jacobs. Yeah. Which I was a big fan of the first season. And Same. I'm, I'm well into the second. And it's not quite as depressing yet. Oh, that's good. Which is fine. Like, no, uh, but then you're being set up for a, yeah, for a massive... You've, you've, yeah, a second act where everybody gets becomes an alcoholic <laughs> again and a sex addict. And yeah. somebody gets tries to kill himself or something. But I really enjoyed... Uh, I really enjoyed the first season and I'm really enjoying the second. And I also, I don't know what it is that I love about it in particular, this, the way they kind of make it, but every episode follows directly from the last. Yeah. So you uh-huh. could watch them back. To, they they all take place in like the span of like two or three That's weeks. That's how they get you. Yeah. That's how they get you, man. But I, I also, what I love about it also, they're doing this kind of weird, charmed, supernatural ripoff that exists in this universe that he, oh, that's that he, right. that he works on. And I love seeing like the, the goings on in this, in this kind of, didn't he get fired from the previous? Hey, spoiler alert for the first season, but he did. But then he gets rehired in, oh. at, at the very end. Whew, really? Yeah. And there's a there's a little bit of kind of fallout from that, and because in, in the over. previous one, because he was like, um, he was like in the oh he was he was, he was, he was a the tutor he was the tutor, tutor for the kid for the child yeah. actor, and then he sneaks his way into the writers' room, and then he ruins his chances. Right? Correct. But now he's back in somehow. He's back in a big way. Oh, love it! Also, Legion continues to be amazing. Right. So just, I should get on that. Just I keep really, watching. Yeah, it. it gets better every week. Nice. Or no, it's the same every week, uh-huh. but it builds upon the narrative every week. Okay. And cool. the, and the mystery is kind of unfolding, but there's still a bit of uncertainty about about what's happening. Does he have? Okay, here's the thing: you don't have to spoil it if you don't want to. But does he have more cool powers? I will spoil as many things as I want, Mason. 
Yes. Nice. <laughs> yes. Tell me about it after the show. Absolutely. No, no you should watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. I won't tell you nothing, mate. Nice, good. That's a mark of a good friend. I demanded you spoil it for me and you said no. I just can't be bothered. Believe me, I'd love to ruin your day, Mason. I'm taking it as a compliment anyway. I love it. Good on you, you bum. Best mate in the world. Shut up, all right? Just oh. the last thing. Oh, it's best mates always tell each other to shut up in a fun, joshing way. Um, that wasn't what this was. Yeah, This is no. a legit shut up. You're, you're, you're having a bit of fun. Mates are razzling mates. It's always good, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Got that theme? I'm ready because it's oh, time for another let's theme. Let's do it, yeah. So it's time for letters. We're doing letters. We are. Letters. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take away. Now they're here right now, we're going to do letters. I am just, I realise I'm, I'm one tweet down. Oh, so I'm just okay, go right. through, uh, Do you want to hear my letter? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll hear a letter. Okay, so here in this letter... How do people get a letter to us? Oh, they can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. They go to that address, do they? They go to that address, You're yes. a real dumbass, mate. I reckon you if you that? went to your browser and you typed in weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com, it would open up your mail thing. Or else. <laughs> and you could just go oh, through you just your read leisure. It. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so for this particular letter, right. I'm going to bring back uh, a, a much-loved segment of mine... Which, oh. we, which, which, which we haven't done recently, which is our, our segment, Dave Crulier. Yes. Which is a segment in which our listeners email in and tell us about a time that Dave Coulier, former star of Full House and the subject... And of, current star. And, and the subject of the Alanis Morissette song, You Ought to Know. But not really, it turns out. Oh, okay, interesting. Well, anyway, our listeners uh, email in and tell us a time that Dave Coulier was mean to them. Yes. Because apparently that's his thing. Um, so this is Kyle Adas. He's a big fan, which is very nice. He says... Uh, he's listened to every episode. He started he started listening to the shows in, in May of yeah. last year, but he's since listened to every episode, including the Excellent. ones with the varying quality. How dare you? No, he's, uh, no, he's correct. That doesn't exist, surely. He bloody loves it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, in 2004, his family was at the, the Navy Pier in Chicago and he heard that Dave Coulier was signing autographs of his headshots for a dollar. How exciting. Sounds great, right? Sounds like a bargain. They waited in line because his sister was a huge Full House fan. When he got up to Dave, he said the price was now $5. <laughs> Being confused... My dad asked why the price had gone up, and Dave gave a very judgmental look and said, because I effing can, all right? He didn't say effing, though. He said the real, the rude one. Oh, he said effing. Do you want the autograph or not? Uh, uh, he says uh, uh, he gave the judgmental look to his stepmother, who was from Lebanon, and he says, I don't want to say it's because he's racist, but that's definitely why. <laughs> That's an assu- that's a big assumption. It's a big assumption. Look, he may be a racist. I don't know that for a fact, mm-hmm. but we do know that he is an asshole. That, yeah, absolutely, that's, that's indisputable. Yeah. Sure. So, great. Can he be the official official person of the podcast? Yes, you I may. I think so. Yeah, yeah, nice. Absolutely. Anyway, thanks, Kyle. It's <laughs> what we like to hear. If anybody else has some... Look, I think since the last time we've done our famous segment, Dave Crawley, yes. a segment in which people email in to tell us about the time that Dave Crawley from Full House was mean to them, yeah. I think our reach has increased... So if anybody else has some stories about Dave Coulier being mean to them, and I'm sure they do, please email in and let it let us go. Let Hit us, us bloody up, Hit mate. us up. You got some tweets there? I do. Hang on. Here we go. This is a good one. This is from the Fres Nerd. Oh, yes. On Twitter. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Send us a tweet. Use that hashtag. Weekly, weekly Planet Pod. And then Pod. we'll definitely read it out on the show. Nice. Not for sure, though. I mean, less likely than more likely, I would say. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, yeah. What are some classic slash great movies that you've never seen? Oh, I, mo- most movies. I thought you were going to say Moby. 
Moby Dick. No, it's in Moby Dick. Which I've seen Moby Dick. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. It's not really a classic, though, is it? The book's good. I've never seen Top Apparently. Gun. Apparently, really, never seen Top Gun. I'm gonna. Can I be the guy who's like, what? Yeah, that's that's what this segment is for. Have you seen Days of Thunder? No, wait. It's NASCAR. Ah, uh, not in its entirety, no. Okay, good. Yeah, Top Gun's fine. But that's the thing. Like Top Gun, I'm aware of the entire plot of Top Gun. Yeah. From parodies of Top Gun. So sure. I don't need You've to seen see Hot Shots. I've seen Hot Shots Part <laughs> Dieu yeah, and so. Hot Shots Part 1. I've never seen The Godfather 2. Yep. Mm-hmm. What else haven't I seen? God. As we, we already know, I've never seen a Disney film, apparently. Yeah, apparently not. Mm-hmm. Classic movies you must watch. I'm oh, good. Into, okay, uh, let's go through a list of... Fa- okay, that, this, that's a good idea. Yeah. And I'll tell you. I have a real I have a real gap for like De Niro, Pacino crime movies from like the seventies and eighties. Sure, yeah. So like I haven't seen, seen Scarface, I haven't seen Serpico. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I feel like I've seen movies since then that have done them worse. So if I go back, I'll be like, I've seen a version of this. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though and, and back in the day, I'm sure that was like the best version of it. It's all I mean? they had. It's all they bloody had. I've never seen Jackie Brown. I don't think. That's no, a good I'm fairly one. certain I haven't. Mm-hmm. I've never seen. Legend. Is that on a list of essential films? No, I just saw a Quentin. I saw Pulp Fiction. But oh, I've seen right, okay, Pulp yeah. Fiction. okay. I've never seen Le- uh, Legends of the Fall. <laughs> what is this list? You've made this list <laughs> I'm up. I'm just looking through pictures here, mate. Jeez, oh, is there a list there? I've um, never seen a bunch of those like Singing in the Rain, like early kind of you know like golden era of musicals. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't gen- generally like them. Okay, like yeah. I love a musical. You know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I just don't want to watch a man tap dance for eight minutes. That's fair. I don't give a fuck. You know like, what? I know it's amazing, no, that's true. but I don't uh, care. Yeah, I love, I love a Fred Astaire film, I'll tell you what. Okay, and good. You know, if you haven't seen any of that stuff, just go on YouTube, look up the Nicholas Brothers. Yeah. They are just phenomenal dancers okay. like in that in that whole situation. I've never seen West Side Story, but I have seen a musical of it, mm-hmm. a kid's musical of it. Yes. It was bad. Great. Uh, I've never seen Field of Dreams. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? What have you not seen, Mason? Uh... Uh, I've never seen Grease. Okay, have you seen yeah. Grease too? I've not seen Grease Two: Cruise Control. No, <laughs> I was watching. Uh, what was I going to say the OJ Simpson show this earlier this week? Oh yes, uh-huh. that's a crazy story. Mm. But uh, just looking at John Travolta's face, what he looks like now, and what he looks like in, look like in Grease. <laughs> yes, insane. Yep. Now you were saying, despite the fact that you hate John Travolta and everything he stands for, that you quite enjoyed. You're quite enjoying his performance in that. I yeah, he's good. Yeah, I feel like if he wants to, he can do a good thing. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, he'll just do some piece of shit. In Have a you bad seen week. Citizen Kane? No, I haven't actually. Okay, I've seen Citizen Kane. Okay, what it's pretty else? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, have you seen Apocalypse Now? No, I haven't. It's a good one. You, I, that that would have been a good primer for. Yeah, I know, for, I know, for, I know. For, but for I'm kind of—it's one of those things where I'm aware of what happens. Yeah, uh-huh, I know who's in. Uh-huh. It. I know. 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, I've seen that. Yep, you can give that a miss. I've never seen The Lost Boys. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, I've uh-huh. seen bits and pieces uh-huh. of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I don't, I've haven't seen all those like classic Hammer movies. Yeah, yeah, like Every, the horror films. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. everything we're naming here. Yes, like is someone's favorite thing. Absolutely. Just, Have you seen Chinatown? Just, Chinatown is legit good. Even though the director's not, a very bad bloke. Yeah, he's such a Real bad shame. bloke. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, and the sequel's not good though. Is that Raging right? Bull? Have you seen Raging Bull? I don't think I have. Okay. Yeah, you seen Raging Bull? Yes. Mm. Taxi Driver. Yeah, I've seen Taxi Driver. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I like nice. it. Yeah. There you go. See this 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 is a this is a list of stuff and it's got Doctor Strange Love, right? Right. Which is, you know, classic I've film. I've never seen Clockwork Orange. But it's also got the social network. I feel that's not an essential. Not the film. same thing? Not the same I thing. I think you've got to no. give it some time. Yeah. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Give it yeah. a bit of a bloody breather, mate. Uh-huh. Jaws. Yeah, I've seen Jaws. Okay, right, cool. 
Good, it's, good man. it's pretty good. Yeah, nice. Pretty, pretty great. Anyway, we could list things all night. We certainly could. And we will. No, because a lot of the stuff that I kind of watched growing up is like your kind of classic war movies, yep. maybe some classic westerns thrown in. I missed a lot of like, I've seen like Casino, but I don't remember it. I remember yep. liking it. Mm-hmm. I've seen one of the Godfathers, the first yep. one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen the one where Sean Connery says, if you bring a knife, bring a big knife. The Untouchables. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've, I think I've seen the scene on the stairs. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've, or maybe I've sort of kind of like been in and out of the room and someone's maybe watching it. Maybe you've seen some stairs. Maybe I have And you like imagine if stairs. something were happening on these stairs. Yeah. I don't feel like I've seen like a lot of like the horror movies of the eighties, like all the Halloweens and all the Nightmare on Elm Street. I feel like though I've watched a lot of like Cinemassacre, you know, James Rolfe. Yeah, sure. So I've watched sure. a lot of his retrospective. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's close enough. Yeah, yeah. Is that that'll do it? That'll do it. Yeah. I got another tweet though. Every week, let's list a film we haven't seen, and then the <laughs> other person can be like, oh my god, a couple of couple of haven't seen it. I'll stand by me. I've seen that. It's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, should Deadpool two, uh be made, be purpose. Oh, this is from Ben Jennings. Be purposefully made with continuity errors. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Well, I mean, it's going to be inevitable. Yeah, I say yes. Yeah. Maybe not purpose, purposefully, but just be like, just do whatever. Do whatever it takes to make the best version of that movie. I don't think, yeah. I mean, the first one was all about that. Like, the first yeah. one was, you know, why are you the only two X Men I keep dealing with? You know, mm. why can't I go inside the X Mansion, etc.? Like, yeah. You know, he he was you know he mentioned I can't I don't know which version of Professor X I'm going to be dealing with yeah that kind of thing yeah I, I don't think they're going to care I no. think they'll do whatever they need for the joke for the joke for the mm-hmm. laughs you're right mm-hmm. for the laughs and we still haven't got a cable yet we'll have to see yeah I think that's the show though do mm-hmm. you mind no I don't mind at all okay then. yeah nice where can people find us oh they can find us on Weekly Planet Pod at the aforementioned Gmail and yeah. Facebook and Twitter and Bandcamp yep yep mm hmm. What else? Uh, if, if people would still like us to do a uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine commentary, let oh, us know. God. <laughs> I reckon it'll be refreshingly fun. All right. Yeah. Look. Not the movie. The movie's going to be real bad. <laughs> but I think, I, I think we've had enough distance because I think the first time that came out, I was relying on that being a good film. Oh, like it okay. Been, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I would have been like, oh, this is going to be another good film. It but broke I th- you a little. Yeah, but it? I think now there's been so many decent to excellent comic book movies that yeah. I can go back and be like this one was terrible but who cares yeah that's right I think. Yeah. so I reckon I can go back with that and enjoy it so Fox yeah. have like bottomed out and recovered and bottomed out and recovered five exactly. or six times since then so yeah. mm-hmm. it's all fine yeah mm. also uh, let's see I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies if you would like to support the show in some way First, you could maybe subscribe to the Loot Crate. That's a, that's a great yeah, option. Yeah, that definitely helps. Uh, but you could also go to uh, patreon.com slash Movies, chuck yep. in a buck a month or whatever you like. Chuck in a buck That'd a month. That'd be pretty great. We've got an Amazon affiliate link yep. uh, in, in the episode description. You click on that, you can go through, you can buy bloody... As many things Peter as you Peter Jackson's want. King Kong on 4K restoration. Don't. don't. No, don't do that. <laughs> buy literally anything else. Just buy whatever you're going to buy on Amazon anyway and... It's the same price we get a kickback somehow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I think so. It's madness. It's madness. Mm-hmm. It's madness. Madness. Uh, next week, something out this week. Iron Fist. Oh, yeah, right. We're going to talk all about Iron Fist. We're going to bloody get yet. into it, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's going to be very interesting <laughs> how, that, how that all turns out. Yeah, right. Yeah, because I feel like some of the issues that I've heard about it, I don't feel like are actual issues. Oh, I see. Yeah, but anyway, we'll talk about it next week mm-hmm. when we've actually seen it. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, uh... Yeah. Oh, by the way, I did a. I've, I found some. I've, I showed you this. Um, by now, I've done a, a Logan deleted scenes video. I got some exclusive kind of concept art from some oh, of the people who right. worked on it. Oh, that's right. I saw that. It. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's coming together. I'll link so that many below. outfit options. You better believe it. Uh, they gave me some interesting information as well. 
um, about some scenes that weren't in it, and I cobbled together some other stuff that I'd read mm-hmm. on the internet. So it's probably worth checking out if you uh, are yeah. if, you, if you enjoyed the movie and see mm-hmm. what else kind of wasn't in it or was being considered but then wasn't. Yeah, yeah. But somebody tweeted at me uh, this week, and they were like. There's a deleted scene that mentions X-Men 3, so X-Men 3's in continuity in that film. No, it's a deleted scene. Incorrect. Doesn't count. Yeah. Doesn't count. In your face, person who said that. In your face, guy who was nice enough to tweet at me. (laughs) (laughs) Suffering your jocks, mate. All right. That's the show, I reckon. Thanks for listening. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.